Shut up and sit down. Thanks for handing me my calendar. You're welcome. I was, I was actually worried that maybe that back piece that caused it to stand up maybe have gotten glued in the whole industrial adhesive process. No. So we're we're talking I'm about smarter than that. We get each other for Christmas, and our Santa gets us in our stocking stuffers. I don't. Our girls are full grown, and we still pretend like Santa gets Shut us up. shit. Shut up! Because he's real. That's right. He's not fucking real. He's a real pain in the ass because I have to get up at like four in the morning to go load stuff. That is untrue. Because the girls stay up all damn night. So it's not <laughs> like we can go like at midnight and, and fake load stockings. Like it, it's in the morning, early in the morning. Because at like five, six in the morning, they're asleep. Or you just could like load them ahead of time, have them hidden, and then go put them up. Well, no, because we don't, not all their stuff fits in their anyway, stockings. This isn't about Christmas. This is about the, uh, the, the page day calendars that we always do for each other. So the ones that sit on your desk. So, uh, I haven't been able to use mine because I got it and the whole calendar was like off the thing. And so if I stood it up, it would just fall over every time. So, so I glued it for him and he thought that I was so dumb that I would actually glue the stand to the calendar. I will say the last like December is glued though on the side. It should just peel off. It'll so, be fine. Anyway. So, so what's yeah. today? He just had to find know, What some is today? The 24th? 25th. 25th. Let me see. So I'm like pulling them off. <laughs> Bree's, so Bree's calendar this year is uh, butter my butt and call me a biscuit and other southern sayings. So there's been some <laughs> really freaking good ones. Um, but mine is a South Park and it's just uh, it's just single panels from different uh, episodes like this is a Night of the Living Homeless episode, which was a great episode, by the way, with all the homeless talk that we've been doing. That's true. <laughs> that whole series of episodes was really good. <laughs> um, anyway, this is uh, this is not South Park uh, talk. It's uh, the New Utah podcast. Uh, it's episode forty-eight. You need to say that with confidence. It's forty-eight. Uh, well, I mean, we're getting there. We're getting there. It's right. almost. It's almost a year. It's almost been a year. So, what happens at a year? We celebrate. Are we doing something special? Are you cooking good food that you always talk about that you never make? I did make pulled pork <laughs> on Saturday into Sunday. Then we uh, ate it. Yes, pretty much all gone. <laughs> we ate pretty much all of it in two days. That doesn't have anything to do with the podcast. Um, well, I mean, that would have been one of the things I would have made. So, yes, I can make us a, a nice dinner. Are we? Are we going to do special guests? I don't want to do a clip show because I fucking hate best ofs. The, especially with a podcast. Like, I feel like, and, and I love a lot of podcasts, but like last week, I got a bitch for a second. So I listened to a, what a shock. Of podcast. The kids hate riding with me in the car because I listen to podcasts all the time. And they're like, God, why don't I fucking listen to your stupid talk radio all the time? <laughs> they probably I, even say fucking. Yeah, because I, I don't, this is what I want to listen to right now. I listen to music other times, but I want it when I drive. It helps me focus on things. So anyway. So, uh, two of the podcasts that I listened to, The Left Show and um, uh, Mediocre Show, were both on Best Of episodes. And if I wanted to listen to those, I mean, sometimes they're good, and I'm, I'm, I'm not going to lie, but 
I could just go back and get that fucking episode. You know, I could go back and listen to whatever episode I want. It's a podcast. So I feel like it's kind of a cheap sure. way out. Um, you don't want to reminisce about our awesome times together? No, no. And I think that's one of the things I really like about, like, Geek Show. I'm not saying that we can't reminisce on Mike about it. I just don't want to put together a clip show to to be like a best of oh, as a no, placeholder. Oh no, not like clips. And that's we that's talk about it though. And, and that's one of the things I like about Geek Show. They've never done that. That's cool. I mean, I think they could produce a pretty hell hell of an awesome best of because they've got a lot of good stuff, but they've never done that. They've never skipped a date. They've never skipped an episode. I Neither that, have we. No, and I think that's part of what makes some podcasts very successful is that that and gives them some longevity is is consistency. So. Uh, that's what we're shooting for, uh, consistently average. <laughs> Handle that. Hashtag um, consistently average. Speaking of which, our guest today uh, is... Uh, <laughs> Wait, speaking of being consistently <laughs> average? Is, uh, oh, that Dr. was Nate. sad. Dr. Nate Tobler, he's who... A, he's, he's above a, average. But he's I a, agree. Okay, look. He's a dentist. Our guest is a dentist. How exciting. It was fun. You'd be surprised. Okay, but I, I'm just saying, like going into it, my thought was, oh, we're going to interview a dentist. This is going to be like 10 minutes and get the, and they're doing something really cool, which, yes. which I, I think was fantastic. But it was a great conversation. It was a lot of fun. Uh, I don't know if I learned anything really. <laughs> like, yes, you did. You asked awesome questions and you're like, Oh, okay. Yeah. But I, pro- I probably need to listen to it again because it's probably sh- out the other end of my head now by this point. So. You have an- another end to your head? Yeah. It's that big. It is a big head. It is a big head. You um, and you and our pit bull have big heads. That's true. Listen, that's true. Hermie wanted to be a dentist and he was cool. It's true. It's true. Have you fucking watched that show lately? Yes. Yes. Like, go watch it. We watched it. Yeah. It's really bad. Most stuff back then was. Like like, like misogynistic. Yeah. Most stuff was. Have you shit. ever have you ever listened to song lyrics from back then? Yeah. Santa Claus is a fucking asshole. He yes, is he a is. dick. He's like, <laughs> Donner, you seen Bad Santa? Donner, how dare you have a kid with a fucking abnormality? <laughs> like, that's basically his attitude. It's Welcome to the 50s, up, kids. Man. Holy crap. Oh, that was in the 60s, by the way. Welcome to the 60s, kids. <laughs> <laughs> it's all the same. Everyone was all drugged up back then anyway. It was fine. Housewives were all whacked out of their gourd. Well, that's when four out of five doctors said it was okay to smoke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It'll calm you down. Just have a cigarette. Especially when you're pregnant. It's going to make everything better. You've seen some of those old-timey ads, like smoking's good for your teeth. Oh, yeah. And, oh, my, my doctor says palmol. How dumb were we? <laughs> palmol. Palmol. Yeah. Oh. Build cigarettes. Yeah. Okay, so, and we talk about mouthwash later, and I want to bring this up with him, uh, you know, here, but fucking Listerine was a floor cleaner first. That they repurposed into mouthwash. The orange one. Well, he one, did say one. don't use the one with alcohol, which is that one. Yeah. So anyway. Uh, <laughs> all right. So I have a crazy week coming up. Uh, I Last weekend, got out the tree bush. Uh, mm-hmm. drill, uh, which, okay. So I am here to testify. Chris said, I'm going to dig out that tree bush. I'm going to dig out that stump and I'm going to get it out. I'm going to do it in this day. And I'm like, you really think you're going to dig a stump out in a day? I'm going to do it. Like, All right. Well, I'm, I'm going to clean out the linen closet and pay the bills while you think that you're going to do that. So after, he came in and he's like, 
I couldn't do it. I like, couldn't get it out. So like two, it's like two hours into this thing, right? Like, well, it's not two hours <laughs> into the dealing with the tree bush, but I cut all the stuff off, all the like new growth. I cut all that back. I I busted out my saw, like my my um, skill saw, and like I don't know if that's the right saw. I don't know what the fucking saw is called. I thought you used your chainsaw. Well, so I did that as well. So I I used a saw to cut off some of the big pieces, uh, reciprocating saw maybe. I don't know. Anyway, I I cut off a bunch of shit, and then I'm like, fuck, I can't get through the rest of this. This just saw is not powerful enough. So I got the chainsaw out and <laughs> chainsawed it until the chain broke. Uh, off and I was like, you broke the chain. No, the chain's not broke. It just fell off. Well, especially what? since it's Don's chainsaw. Yeah, so I'm like, uh, I'm not gonna fucking put this thing back on. I don't want to deal with it. So I put the chainsaw up with the chain off because I'm a dick. Um, <laughs> you are because sometimes he comes and just uses that because it's his. Well, it's not hard to put the chain back on. I'm just. Well, I know, but he'll be like. Wait, what happened to my chainsaw? He won't remember because he talked about the chain. Remember the last time he used it, the chain came off and hit him in the freaking shin. Oh, that's right. I remember. Get a big old gash on his chin from the chainsaw. Uh, so anyway, so then I'm like, hmm, I don't know about digging this up. This is a lot bigger of a stump than I remember. Like, it's got a really big root system. So I don't think we're going to do that. I did drill holes in into into it. and uh, So like you won't say, yes, Bree. You were totally right. There's absolutely nope. no way still, I could possibly dig this stuff out I think I am still committed to doing the squash thing. Yeah. Um, I, I really am. And I'm, I really don't want to garden, but I think I'm committed to doing it. Um, maybe it'll spark something in me that makes me garden everywhere. But speaking of trees, did you see the willow at the bottom of the street's gone now? Yep. So sad. They took it out yesterday. They cut it down. I mean, it was literally broken in half, like a big chunk of the trunk probably a third of the trunk was snapped off this is another time when i was right about a tree because <laughs> i told you i bet you that they take the whole thing down you're like oh no i'm sure they can salvage it yeah apparently not and it's a beautiful tree it was a beautiful tree now it's firewood wet firewood anyway uh enough about my weekend that was my weekend to come so uh got friends moving mm-hmm. uh asked me to help them move we are going to Cedar City to move our daughter back. Friday. Our other daughter has prom. On Saturday. And uh, I want to get my garden ready, uh, do my garden planting and, and whatnot and shit. I think we probably need to help our friends. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. I told them to get a mover, so we'll see. Maybe for <laughs> a few hours. I don't know. But I have two days. They're only going to be moving on Saturday, I think, so... Uh, but Jeremy, you've got some exciting news. I know, I'm excited. Saturday is B-Day. B-Day! Got the call that the bees will be in on Saturday, so I have a relatively small window of time to get them picked up and then get them into the hive. So I'm so ex- you have to go pick them up somewhere? They don't just deliver them? No, they'll be at... How would they deliver them? If in you order truck, them, there are some ways you can to your house, they knock on your door and hand them to okay, you. Okay, I'm not talking to you. I'm asking Jeremy. <laughs> These, the, the, I got them through IFA. Oh, okay. So, so you have to go to IFA. Our local garden. So well, is, that, is that where you pick them up? Farmer, yes. So so what they, they come in on a flatbed truck, depending on how many orders they've got, but it's usually a whole flatbed truck. Um, and then they, they stack them up on pallets and then... So do you just you like go, go in and up? grab one or do they have like ones assigned to you? No, not. So they, they have typically two different kinds, the Italians and then the other. And I can't think what the other is this year, but I got the Italians. So they'll have them in different stacks. But and, and they do they have some that they just sell or do you have to pre-order all of them? I'm pretty sure they pre-order. There's a, there, I'm, 
I'm sure they get a handful, a very small handful of people that never come pick them up, but you have to pay first. Yeah, because they, they can't be cheap to yeah. breed and ship. So, and- so I would guess at the end of the day, if there are any left that are not claimed, there is a very small chance you could walk in and get some, but I wouldn't bank on that. Yeah. Yeah. So if you want to start a, a beehive, think about it a year in advance, is what you're saying. Yeah. Or, yeah. Well, because even winter. if you get them from like California or other places, there's still just a really small window that they can travel. Because once it gets too hot or... Yeah, because they got to stick them on a truck and drive them across drive a long them. distance. They mm-hmm. can't throw them in an airplane, right? Not that I'm aware of. Yeah. I mean, all of the ones that I've ever seen come in on trucks. And like I say, it's all gauged by the weather and they, they're watching it weeks. Well, and you can't just let it sit for like three days. You no. have to go get them that day or they're just going to die. Yeah, you've got to get them that day and then you've got to get them in your hive within a matter of hours. So how fucking crazy is IFA? Like that day. It's going to it was pretty nuts. The, the the last time I had to buy bees, which was like three years ago, there's probably 250 people there. Jesus. It's a, it's a lot. How many chickens do they sell that day? Because <laughs> they sell a lot of chickens, too. Oh, they sell they? a ton of chickens, yeah. but they started selling chickens like in end of January, first part of February. How many new chickens did you guys get this year from your neighbors? We just got four more from another neighbor that, that decided this wasn't what they wanted to do. And they wait until the chickens they are wait ready to, to start So, so we're, we're back up to about a dozen a day. Jesus. Nice. When, are, when am I going to get some of these <laughs> eggs? I know you guys sell them and happily pay for them. I want fresh so, eggs. So we, got, so we just got four more, which is good because I've lost about six over the winter. Yeah. That just. What do you do with them? Because you can't eat them. They're disgusting. The ones that died, I eh, usually just, just get rid of them. Get rid of them. Throw them in the field. You feed them to Ebo. Oh, he'd eat them gladly, but I don't want the dog eating that. Well, he don't want to teach the dog to eat chickens okay anymore. To eat chickens. He already, He's already had enough. <laughs> <laughs> I, at one time, I buried them, but I learned very quickly. All that does is bring all the neighborhood cats and whatever else. Trying to dig up the damn. Yeah, stuff. so like the next day, there's just dead chicken parts all over the yard. So oh, that's awesome. We mm, don't. Gross. <laughs> I mean, I'd be happy to bury him if it would work, but we had too many critters. That Dumpster. Do you ever throw them in your fryer? I've never done that. Set a fire. Why would you do that? Fried chicken? No, I've never done that. Why would you burn a human body? Well, I wouldn't do that either. That's not the same. It is the same. You're talking about him throwing it in his his fire pit where his family sits around and roast marshmallows. It'll be fine. Gross. It'll burn. It just turns to ash like everything else. No, I've never done that. Gross. (laughs) Listeners, I don't think that fire listeners, would get I need hot you to, to I need you to give us feedback on the website. Is burning dead chickens in your backyard fire a bad thing yes. or an okay thing? No, don't. I'm, no, never, I'm not saying it's a good thing. I'm just saying it should be fine. Don't encourage him. <laughs> There's no encouragement. I'm not doing it. <laughs> burning chickens. <laughs> burning chickens. Oh, that's good. Good title. Well, I don't know about it. So, yeah, so bees it. this weekend, so I'm super excited for that. So, Jeremy can't help the friends move. No. no so, like Italian, so I've... I've not done the Italians before, so... So, yeah, like, we'll hairier chests or something? What I don't understand what we... No, they have little scars on their faces. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the Godfather. You they have cotton me? in their mouths. <sighs> it's right. just a different strand, so we'll see. We'll see. I, I, They're not Africanized, though, right? It, it, what's that? They're not African. They're not Africanized. Those are, those are an extra... Hundred bucks? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> they don't survive up here. I, I hear they still haven't made it this far north. Um, Jess, do you have anything fun and exciting for the weekend? I'm doing a wedding cake. 
Ooh, what kind of wedding? On the weekend or doing it during the week for the weekend? Yes. Is it like a fancy I just wedding? Or like <laughs> can I tell you wedding? how much I hate when you ask someone on either or question and they just say yes? The latter. No, you can't because <laughs> I am speaking to her right now. So instead of yelling at her, let me let her answer my so question. Is it working on it during the week? Oh. I'm so delivering it, it on Saturday. Is it fancy or like themed or like themed Is it fancy like a Lego or? Batman cake? No. <laughs> Lego I just saw this. I have done Lego cakes before, but this is not a Lego cake. It's not that hard of a cake, right? It's just a square cake with some fondant on top for a Lego. Totally easy. Yeah. yeah. Just like that. <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what you're doing with them. I don't know if you're building Well, you like have a, to make the little bumpy things that stick them together. That's what you do with the fondant on top. So I, you want I to just, put a big mound look, of look, fondant? I just fucking saw a video on Facebook today where you can make a Batman cake, and it actually looked pretty damn easy, but what it did say to me was... The black part of the cake, so they make the just a pl- plain, like thin sheet of black cake of chocolate cake, not black. Black cake's not a thing. Chocolate cake. It's chocolate cake with black with, food coloring. With black food coloring, mm-hmm. which, by the way, is a pain in the ass to make anything black. Actually, with you food have coloring. no idea. You got to use gel. <laughs> yes. Because remember, we had to make those black. Uh, oh yeah, those black, black cupcakes, cupcakes for sure. Yeah, it was tough. So anyway, uh, and then you just press with a you know a bat cutout, and then. You put a little bit of, of yellow cake mix down, or gold, or whatever. I don't know. And then you gold you, cake. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's golden in color, and and then they just took all the sponges of bat cake and stuck them together, and then filled in the space around them with more yellow cake mix. And all I could think was, the chocolate cake that's in the center of that is going to be dry and disgusting because it's been cooked twice. Not necessarily. No, I'm sure that there is a. Sp- particular way to do it which but is why we're like you mix it. it with beer in a batter it looked real <laughs> fuck beer cake <laughs> not everything has to have alcohol in it you Jeremy. can do that but see no. jeremy's like my wife makes the best rum cake it's got so much rum in it i'm like yeah but it's not alcohol like it's not alcoholic the cake is not alcoholic it's the idea <laughs> it's the placebo it's delicious <laughs> I actually so really enjoyed that cake, cake that I made. Uh-huh. So Shauna is like famous for her carrot cake and people ask for it for their birthdays. So I put that carrot cake downstairs in the just the Tupperware thing and I just put a thing that said please enjoy on it. And and the only people that knew that I made it were Ashley and Jeff. So Ashley just took a bite because she's in training right now to run. But Jeff came up and he was like, did you, did you make this frosting? And I said, I told you the cake was from scratch. You don't make a cake from scratch and then stick store-bought icing on it or frosting on it. Yes, the frosting is homemade. And so he's like, oh, good, because I've been licking the, the container uh. and I didn't want to <laughs> be like, this is really good frosting. And then have you say, yeah, it's Duncan Hines. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jess, this cake that you're making, what is it just a simple white cake? Explain the extravagance. Uh, no, it's a red velvet cake with layers of chocolate, cream cheese, and almond frosting. Mm. Hey, Jess, can you make me a cake while you're doing this? No, you guys already have cake makers. You don't need me. This cake sounds really My good, My cake though. looked terrible, though. Saying. <laughs> yeah, we're whole... Look, here's the thing. Our <laughs> cakes and pies... My oven is uneven. Occasionally... So my layers are <laughs> Yeah, the, our oven's really bad for cakes because it's <laughs> uneven. And, we've and I tried don't like to, to cut enough off to make it even because it makes me sad. So you know, I just turn them... It is so hard to adjust oven legs. <laughs> Anyway, so speaking of a, a wedding and our events, what, what else is going on this, this week? And that next, people Jess? can actually attend yeah. as opposed to Jess making a cake and us moving our daughter and you putting your bees out. 
I could sell tickets. People could come watch. So I know, I know May the 4th is coming up, right? Travis Tate's thing. Yes. Are there still tickets available? Do you know? I believe so. Only like five bucks, yeah. I think. So we'll get a ticket, you fucking bastards. It's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's a whole, I think it's. It's an hour. Yeah. That could be hour. his tagline. I get don't think a ticket, that, you fucking bastards. No, Travis would definitely not say that. Not in the. He could find a, a different way to say yeah, that. Yeah, sure. He's pretty clean, though. He's very clean. He's a nice guy. He is a nice guy. He likes our show, which makes him a cool guy, too. So, so but right. other than May the 4th, and then obviously our, our dentist friend will tell us later, but uh, May 6th is a free dental day at, at yes, Stonehaven uh, Smiles. Stonehaven. Yep, so that's all next weekend. There's actually a lot going on next weekend. There's not a lot going on this weekend. Um, a couple of events that are happening in Quality Utah is doing a panel called Q Talks. It's on... Um, What's today? Well, it's today it's the 25th, Wednesday the 25th, Tuesday oh. the 25th. Sorry. Okay. Uh, so the 26th, which when we go live, hopefully somebody will hear this, but um, they're doing a one-hour lecture series, so it's four 15-minute. So kind of like TED Talks. Yeah, but it's super fast, super intense. There is um, one called Your Body, Your Choice. Um, there's one about the No Promo Homo um, I don't remember the other two, but it's at the the Salt Lake Library. Um, Another event that's going on the 28th is the International Dutch Oven Society Convention. So, wait, wait, wait. So, this is is Jeremy's kind of Dutch oven. Is this where you you pull the blankets over someone's face? I just said. Nope. Not We're that talking kind of like up. pineapple upside down cake and so what, chili. And when, it, when is it? What's the date? So it's the 28th and the 29th, and it's down at the Willow Park, which is in Lehigh, oh, just off of fucker. Main Street. Why do I have to be so busy this weekend? I would totally go down to that. They're having potluck on Friday nights. You're not busy Friday night. You could go then. I, oh, be, no. That's when you're going down. Well, except for we might there. be traveling back home we might through be back. Lehigh. I am not stopping in Lehigh for a potluck with a car full of shit from Cedar. I will be freaking <laughs> stressed out. So, and then from 9 to 3.30 on Saturday, they're having uh, just a bunch of There's probably a, not a lot going on this weekend because it's taxes. You have to have your taxes in by this weekend. So, people are in mourning. What? I thought, Isn't was it the that was the 18th. Never mind. That was last Tuesday, dude. What the hell are you thinking about? You you did, are, mine's been spent for like two months. So, so you didn't do your taxes <laughs> is what I'm hearing. No, I did mine in January. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so did we, because so, we had a tuition crap to deal with. That's cool, though. I, I would love to do that. I, love, I need to cook with my Dutch oven more. I, I don't ever do it. Cause, I know, ours is full of cobwebs. Well, because ha- to do it, I'll, I would have to actually you know, take the time to burn coals, because I don't have a fire pit that I'm going to put it in, so I'd have to... Sp- to clear coals. out space on the patio and do coals. and It's so worth it, though. Dutch oven food is so good. You yeah. know what we should do? We should take that spot over by where you're going to do the, the squashes where the grass isn't growing because you're still pit. enough from Josh and Carissa and put in a fire pit. Uh, right next to the tree? Well, it's falling over. We might not. It might not live. It's true. Anyway. So anything else? What about next weekend? What's coming up? How about this weekend still? Oh, okay. yes, finish this weekend. Perfect. Yes. The 29th, there are a couple of cool events. One for you, Chris, International Board Game Day. Yeah, maybe I'll play a game. Maybe you should. Uh, lots of local game stores are holding events, yeah, which is really, really cool. Be, yeah. um, and then up at the South Physics Observatory, up at the U, they're doing an Astronomy Day on the 29th from 12 p.m. to 12 a.m., which is totally cool. They're doing um, both... 
uh, you can view the sun. So like they're starting during the day and then at night <laughs> to they're stare doing at the sun safely. Yeah, directly into yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and then at night a star party. They're also doing uh, like a cosm a cosmology presentation, and that's cool. Just, yeah, it's really cool. Then they'll send you to the Moran Eye Center. S- speaking of that, uh, and I don't think we printed the article, but the Antelope Island thing. Um, I did print the article, but we have so much to talk about that we can talk about it next week. Okay, whatever. So, it just fits in because of the, the starting it, it'll still It'll fit in next week, It'll too, fit in any time. Um, so next weekend, there's actually a lot going on. Urban First Urban Flea Market. Uh, I'm just going to do a, a quick run because I can talk more about so, it later. So, Chris, don't interrupt her. No, you can. I don't care. Thanks for interrupting. For <laughs> first Urban Flea Market of the season, uh, downtown. Uh, like Chris said, Travis Tate shows on the 4th. The Kite Festival that we talked about a few weeks ago uh, rescheduled. Again, Kite with a T, Jeremy. Yes, Kite. <laughs> um, the Stonehaven uh, Smiles event. And then also our friend Miss Harriet Winston is having a huge Tupperware party. I saw that. I saw that. Um, I don't need any more plastic things in my house. Where is it? I mean, we'll talk about it again next week, but where is she having it at? At Club X. Very cool. Yes. Pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. All right. Well, we got a lot of news to get to. Um, let's get rolling. So we talked. Uh, well, let's, let's let's just get into it, I guess. Um, so uh, there's some folks in Utah that are filing a wrongful death suit against uh, Polaris, uh, the ATV manufacturer, for some accidents that have happened. Um, so Utah is. Um, very much an outdoor sort of place and a lot of ATV stuff, especially out in the Moab area. Um, and the reason they're suing them for wrongful death is, uh, and more than one occasion, um, twice I think in Utah and five times overall now, um, the Polaris has tipped over and the engine catches fire. Catches on fire. And burns and kills the people that are riding it. Fiery death is what they say yeah, like it's in not, the article. Yeah, it's it's not a, a pretty thing, and, and they believe there's some some serious negligence there. Uh, kind of the old gremlins. Yeah, so we'll see what happens. Um, well, those things, especially if you're in Moab, which I haven't been to, but my friends go down with theirs quite often. It's easy to roll them in that in those crevices down in Moab. So that's kind of scary. Yeah, I mean... Didn't you roll yours up by Bear Lake? I thought she just fell off the back of it. Or you just fell off the back of it? Oh, no, that, that was, was the snowmobile, snowmobile that oh, I lived off for that. She had a nice soft snow landing. Yeah. <laughs> Once I hit that metal corner, yeah, yeah that was totally uh, cool. With the bruise the size of your head. Yeah, yeah I mean, ATVs, are, a- ATVs come with, with their own dangers, and I think everyone understands that. I think this is specifically because... When it the way when it tips over, gas getting into that engine compartment and just lighting but, in flames. Right, and for Polaris, there should be some kind of solution. But at the same time, if you look at one of these vehicles, there's there's not a lot of mechanics and stuff involved in it. I mean, I have watched my friends pull theirs apart when we're stuck in the mountains. Yeah, they're and they're pretty simple. They're engines, simple, yeah. But they sh- they should when not they move it. On, maybe they should not light on fire when they tip over. Is the point. Because, like, that's going to happen. That happens a lot in ATVs. You flip them. You tip them over. It's burn, That's why That's burn, why you burn. can't get trikes anymore. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the three-wheelers. Because when I was a kid, you could get three-wheelers. We had three-wheelers. Yeah. yeah you that's can't get them anymore drive. because they are so dangerous. Because so, you turn sharp and it just flip you. Yeah. And so that's why they don't make them anymore. They can't. Um, but the, the four-wheelers, uh, you know, 
It's, it'd be like if a razor tipped over or a gator tipped over and lit on fire. Like, it's just unacceptable. Cars don't just light on fire when they tip over. Not anymore. Unless you're watching, <laughs> I mean, unless you're watching a movie, and then they always. Blow well, that's up. what I'm saying. Those old gremlins. Yeah, they would. You'd get a, a, a fender bender, and they just cult. burst into flame. So, speaking of our our awesome outdoors and ATVs, uh, President Trump is ordering a view, or expected to order a review, uh, the Interior Department to review presidential monument designations over the past 21 years. Yikes. So we're not talking just Bears Ears, but uh, Bears Ears, Escalante. Grand Escalante, um, those are both on the docket. Um, so what does that mean? He's just calling for a review, meaning yeah. So open the files, right take now, a look. Anyway. Or some some people think uh, so. Up to this point, no president in the history since the Antiquities Act has ever changed the ruling of another president in terms of what's been designated as a national monument or a national park. But Trump has never been president before. But Trump has done a lot of shit that no one else has ever done in the presidency. Uh, and, and we're so not far, even to 100 days yet. Like we're like four golfing, days away. Like lots of golfing. Nah, lots <laughs> of them do that. I don't give a shit about that stuff um, so much. But he, so this review... We don't know what it means. It could mean nothing. It could mean that he is going to try and undo what other presidents have done in executive orders from the Antiquities Act. So he's going to build a high-rise um, in Yellowstone? N- no, I don't I don't think you'll see something like that. But I feel like he's going to get bored with it and nothing is going to come of it. Well, it's not, the problem is, is it's not him. At the end of the day, it's going to be someone else doing it. So it's really a matter of... Is someone going to be in a position on uh, in, in the Interior Department uh, to say Bears Ears is too big or uh, Grand Escalantes needs to be smaller? And barring that, the other option is Congress might actually change the Antiquities Act. That's that's also out there. Though I, I suspect with, with all the trouble they're having, that's probably not going to be the Yeah, kind of the least of their worries. But that has a big impact on us, obviously. Uh, so big of an impact that the Outdoor Retailers con- <laughs> Convention, we talked about that. Hijacked. Um, they said, fuck you, Utah. Yeah. You guys can't get your shit together. You guys passed and signed resolutions asking the president to rescind Bears Ears. Uh, so we're gone. Bye-bye. And Salt Lake I mean, this is, it's a lot of money. It was like, what is it, like $46 million mm-hmm. yeah. uh, a year that the, the, the show provides to the city. Um, and anyway, it's been 20 years. We've had it in Salt Lake for nearly yeah, 20 years. And they want to be here. I mean, this is, this is the place to be for <laughs> outdoor recreation. This is, the place. <laughs> um, this is the place. So Salt Lake City, uh, put in a blind bid basically for the next convention. Um, you know, I, I think that the city and county made the right decision to do it. I think the Outdoor Retailers Convention is just going to ignore the bid because they don't give a shit. They didn't ask for it. They don't want to be here. They're making a statement, and they're, that statement's going to stick. Well, I hope so because... Like, even if it's only it's, for two or three years... It's one of those things that I, I agree, Jess. I hope they do. I don't yeah. want it, but I hope they do. They need to... Yeah, I mean, it sucks for Utah business, but at, at the end of the day, it, that's how things change is when money talks, right? Right. And when you have big money, say... Yeah, we don't agree. We're leaving. Um, it's 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 a big deal, uh, and that's what I ultimately will will get out. And in the grand scheme things of things, Herbert's not going to be in there forever, and things will change. Well, we'll see. He doesn't have term limits. You know, uh, speaking of Herbert, 
Uh, there is some some talk. So we talked last week about Jason Chaffetz. We we specifically talked he about talks. speaking Every of Herbert. Well, we we, we talked about Catherine Allen running against him and specifically raising over half a million dollars almost overnight. Uh, well, <laughs> the next morning, Jason Chaffetz announced he's walking away from Congress. Yep. So um, bye bye. I'd say there's a really good read in the Deseret News uh, about it. Um, it is it is good if you can kind of ignore the slant and the bullshit that that goes on in it. Kind of, you know, um, detailing in 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 order. The first what page. Happened. Going to the first page, it makes it sound like he's the victim. Yeah, I mean, the first page is really bad. The way and, it's written. And what what kills me is, I mean, even right out of the the beginning, it talks about him, Jason Chafe. I'm just going to read this from from the Deseret News. Jason Chafe had stood behind the curtain of the high school auditorium, listening to the fire marshal try to calm the crowd. It was early February, just weeks after the inauguration of Donald Trump, and Chaffetz, a five-term congressman, had come to Cottonwood Heights to hold his first town hall since the election. I'm just going to continue. Police had warned him not to bring his family. In secret, Facebook groups agitation had been growing for weeks. More than a 1,000 protesters stood outside, soccer moms who'd driven from Provo, bearded granolas in Patagonia fleece with spray-painted signs demanding he keep Utah wild, lefties who'd driven up from California and Arizona. A few protesters were masked and dressed in black. They worried Chaffetz most. They carried guns, and he would later learn were prowling the parking lot trying to find his car. And they were all paid to be there. That is all unsubstantiated bullshit. That is not real. That's garbage, and that's why I don't fucking read the Deseret News. And that's why, if you're listening to this... this article is like 15 pages long. Well, okay, so that's the part that I like. I actually like the in-depthness, but that kind of writing is fucking terrible. But even with the kind of writing they made, and like, oh, he's a victim, blah, 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 you still see his... Like, they talk about how he's a He's a fucking grandstander. He's a publicity whore. The guy. Do you I guys mean, know that he has bought up all these domains? Yeah, yeah, and like they're all Chaffetz for governor, but it hasn't even. It's never been updated. Yeah, Jason just, for governor. Yeah, they all right now. Even uh, Jason in Congress or Jason in the House, they all redirect to a busted page. Yep. So uh, there's there's a lot of speculation as to what he'll do. But one thing's for sure, he's not running again for the House. Um, and they're and, even talking about. Possibly him leaving he early has, for he a has special said, yeah. session. He has said vote. he may leave, leave early. Um, I feel this is a cop out, but there's also allegations of an FBI investigation, which could be. And I, I think there's there's a lot of stuff that was just finally piling up. I'm not getting into all of it, but I this is my thoughts. I, I was telling you this after the show last week, Jess, uh, when this was announced. Uh, my thoughts on it are uh, someone someone higher up in the Republican National Party or maybe just the Utah Republican Party, probably had a conversation with Jason Chaffetz that went something like this. You can call him Chaffetz. Uh, yeah, uh, sphincter face. Uh, <laughs> it probably went like this. Uh, Jason, you're going to lose your seat. You already have challengers a year and a half out. You have a Democratic opponent who has already raised more money than you have in your war chest who has raised half a million dollars in a matter of of days, really. Because people hate you. Because people in D.C. are funding them. People in Utah are funding them. uh, And you're so disliked right now. Uh, And we've had close races in Oklahoma. We've lost Georgia. Lost a race in Georgia. Or we're about to lose a race in Georgia that we should not lose. Either of those races, not even be close. Um, You need to step down. You need to give someone else now time to step in and build 
Well, fix. just build a candidacy, right? Like it's hard for someone to beat an incumbent. And Jason Chaffetz is, was a Tea Party guy. That's what he did when he came in. Was it Chris Cannon that he took his seat? I think mm-hmm. he took Cannon's seat. So. Uh, and and that's basically what he did. I mean, he came in off of, off of that. So um, I don't know. Don't fucking read the Deseret News. Sorry, it's a Utah thing. But holy shit, that article is so slanted. It's terrible. But it's not fake news. There's even stuff in here where his brother's telling how he, different things that he used to do because he likes attention. That cracks me up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a lot of speculation. My favorite is the Fox picture in this article that shows him in front of a vending machine saying how how candy is his favorite. That he totally favorite he totally plays the victim. Well, I sleep on a cot in my office to save taxpayer money. No, you don't, fucker. You still get paid the same amount. You still get the same allowances. Just because you're choosing not to spend that on a place to live in D.C. doesn't mean that you're still not making that money. That money's still going to you. Anyway. You're not like others who we've talked to who donate their money. Yeah. Totally donate their paycheck. Anyway, moving along. So uh, <laughs> speaking of that, um, Bernie Sanders was in Utah uh-huh. last week. Uh, he was in here. He was here last Friday. Um, to a sold out crowd. They didn't pay to get in, but but sold out crowd, meaning it was packed. Well, it was packed. Yeah, it was at capacity. Um, and basically, the the big message there. I wonder if they from, had to pay from Bernie. To be there. Um, <laughs> no, I mean it was a DNC I'm thing. I'm kidding because uh, of the. But I I think Bernie's message was was pretty clear, and it was basically what we're talking about. We can win stuff in Utah. There are seats that we can definitely win here right now. Well, you heard Jim's plan. I think Jim's plan is fantastic. I agree. Yeah, I I, I think so. And I, but like I think too. Senator DeBacchus. Like I mean, Jim doesn't. Senator DeBacchus doesn't think that we could win Chaffetz's seat. I think we can. I don't think well, that's now. a seat he he anticipated being able to win. Uh, for you know nationally, I think he's more concerned with some state races, which which I think is important. Um, but uh, for the big picture, yeah, for 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 the bigger picture. But I think we can win. There's there's some seats we can win for sure, and I think Chaffetz is is one. I mean, half a million dollars for a Democratic candidate in the state of Utah is insane in the amount of time she raised it. A year and a half away from the election. I haven't heard anything on her views though. I hope they're I hope they're good. So, well, that's just it. I mean, that's a crazy amount of money to, to raise so quickly. Um, so, uh, I want to talk about some cool stuff in Utah. We're going to kind of start, we're, we're going to talk a lot about healthcare, actually. Um, and we're going to talk a little bit about the Huntsman Cancer Institute. So, the Huntsman Cancer Institute has been doing some amazing stuff lately. They've always been pretty cool. Always, yeah. But, but really, in the last, and we've talked about a few of them on the show, in the last few uh, months, maybe the last year or so, they've been putting out tons of innovations. One of the things that's out there uh, is they actually have some cancer killer stuff. Uh, so, they've been studying elephants. Uh, because elephants don't get cancer. And um, there is a, uh, uh, they found a, I think it's a protein or an amino acid string that's in elephants that actually kills cancer. So they have wow. been doing testing uh, in mice uh, and have been been legit. Like, mouse has cancer and I'm able to get rid of that cancer with this, an, an injection of this, this amino acid. Uh, so really cool stuff, really cool stuff. So about a, was it last week? Mm-hmm. Last week. It was like a, maybe a, a week it was ago. like what, Wednesday last yeah. week? So after we had recorded, um, University of Utah announced that Mary Beck, Becker. I think it was the Becker, same day that we recorded. How do you, Burkle? Beckerel? I can't remember how to say her name. 
Anyway, the uh, CEO and director of the Huntsman Cancer Institute had been fired. She was retaining her job as a professor of biology at the U, but she'd no longer be in charge of the Huntsman Cancer Institute. And pretty much instantaneously. But a week later, we still don't know why. Yeah. I mean, no one said why up to this point, but the story basically broke because John Huntsman uh, Sr. called a bunch of media outlets and said, uh, we're going to sue the University of Utah. She should not have been fired. So that's how this comes out. She hasn't said a word in this whole time publicly. Uh, the University of Utah has not said why they fired her, um, but they've had protests up there. They've had uh, petitions from students, from faculty. Uh, the Huntsmans have threatened lawsuits. They've threatened to pull funding. Um, because, I mean, it's not named Huntsman Cancer Institute for nothing. They fund it. Uh, it's, it's their charity that they run, their organization. Um, and everyone seems to think it was a power grab for the university. Well, that's that's what was... The only news that I ever watch is Fox 13 in the morning. Really good. By the way, if you guys want to watch good local news, Fox 13, the local Fox station, is Um, fantastic. So they had, and most of it's just a blur because that's what I usually wake up to. It goes on at 4 o'clock in the morning, so I hear things. But um, the gal who is the president of University of Utah Hospital or division, I'm not quite sure her actual role, they think, just like you said, Chris, it was a power play for her to actually take oh, credit for the things that are happening at the Huntsman. Are you talking about Lee? I don't remember her name. She's Asian, though. Yeah, so that's that's crazy. Uh, and Huntsman was like, uh, yeah, no, this is not happening. But uh, as of this morning, she has been reinstated. But for patients to go up and, and make a stand, like, that's... Yeah, I mean, she was very well-loved, very appreciated, and I... I I think the power grab has failed, and, and basically what that may mean is um, the president of the university might be under some heat now as a result of that activity. So we'll see what happens. Um, or pretty, maybe they need to release a statement explaining their actions, but... I don't think they're going to be able to. I think to. if they reinstated well, her, to. they didn't have any legit reasons for letting her go in the first place. Yeah, I mean, that was that was always a concern. Uh, other really cool, we've talked a lot about, I mean, we've, we've done some really innovative stuff in Utah medically. Um, Intermountain Healthcare is going to be building a new $55 million high-tech training center uh, right next to the Intermountain campus. Uh, the Intermountain Medical Center. Murray. 56. Yeah, on the IMC and on State Street there. You can't miss it. Um, so they're going to build this new high-tech training center that will have all kinds of crazy shit in it. Uh, to train people. Um, so they'll be able to do a lot of high-tech medical training uh, for, for folks. So uh, really, really cool that they're building this that is getting put in Utah. I mean, Intermountain's the ones that did the cool heart mapping stuff. Um, right. Say what you will about Intermountain and how big it is, but it gives us some great health care in this state. We wouldn't have the rural health care networks we have without they them. They do some incredible things. They have the money to back it, and they use it for research. Well, and, and the one cool thing about IMC, it's not an HMO. It's not IMC. It's IMC. It's IMH. It doesn't matter. It's Select Health. They're all the same fucking company. I don't care if legally they've had to change their fucking names <laughs> so they could actually be separate. They're all the same company. And the nice thing is it's not an HMO, uh, which... People in Utah don't understand, I think, what an HMO is. Yes, really, they do. FHP used to be here. Yeah, but, 
but it wasn't huge. And HMOs suck. It was FHP was big here. It's pretty big a long time ago. HMOs they had their own suck. hospital. Yeah, HMOs suck. Yeah, that's the hospital that closed down and Granite School District bought it mm-hmm. and turned the it into the one that's there. off of twenty four twenty first South yeah. State. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So um other cool stuff medically. This is this is like the, the medical episode, I guess. Um <laughs> yeah, I guess it is. <laughs> so uh in in uh, Utah, we are now having people use 3D printing to help um, prepare treat, for surgery. Yeah, prepare for surgery. Really, they're not 3D printing organs yet. I think that that stuff's going on. I think it's in testing in places. But what they're instead doing is taking a modeling uh, of something like there was this uh, was it the St. George guy or the grandmother that had the massive the kidney stone? St. George guy that had the kidney stones. Yeah, so he had tons of kidney stones. They All thought they were going to have to pull out his stuff. entire kidney. And so they were able to do a full map of it and then 3D model it so they could practice. Pra- yeah, practice the, the surgery model. on the model. Well, and then they, ha- they can keep the people on bypass for less amount of time because they can go in and do it quickly because they practiced it several times. Yeah, so, I mean, that's a really cool... Really cool breakthrough. I think the baby one is cool, though, because they say that's the first time that they've ever 3D mapped a baby. The baby with the heart on the wrong side of her yeah, body. Yeah, yeah. So that's really cool, high-tech high stuff that's going on in the state of Utah. And not even tied to, like, Huntsman Cancer Institute. They're they're just physicians in, in Utah and, and surgeons in Utah. Um, then I'm sure some of them are at, you know, Intermountain. Um, I don't remember. How cool is that? Though? I would imagine they'll get to the point where they can 3D map it and all in the computer, not even have to print out, but all in a computer, like run through the entire surgery. Well, part of the 3D mapping, though, is so that you can actually physically physically feel where things what are. What it feels be like able if to something's going to tug, if something's going to get stuck in. Yeah, because it's not just a hard. Bullet. It's not just a hard model and. It's just really cool really to cool. see us doing that kind of stuff. And, you know, speaking of that kind of innovation, uh, BYU, um, have some students that have done something really cool. They've, they've created, they've designed a, a new prosthetic socket. So. This is so cool. Specifically, they, they were looking at, at Sierra Leone. We actually talked about Sierra Leone briefly with, with, uh, Dash last week. Mm-hmm. Um, it's in pretty, like gnarly civil war right now and people are having limbs cut off and not cut hacked off properly right yeah, so like when you when your leg off. gets chopped off halfway up your femur and you have an amputation it might be a partial amputation that's not got a joint just a flesh wound yeah just a flesh wound <laughs> i've had worse i can bite you <laughs> um but they have a hard time with any kind of prosthetic because there's not an actual joint there to put the prosthetic on. Like, or you don't it wasn't done nicely. Like if if yeah. it, a surgeon did it for a medical reason, where yeah, they're or it was trying an to save as much, or, you know, yeah. tissue. Well, and in, in this case, in a war zone, it, it was as it was quick and probably not pretty, but to save somebody's life. Yeah, yeah, and well, so but most of them were actually done as punishments. They were, but they were people's limbs were. And so what's what's unique about this is there's there are prosthetic sockets available, right? But a lot of times these wounds change the the muscles and the tissue atrophies around them because they're not normal places to be able to cut off. And so they have to go get the sockets changed. It's really expensive uh, and just not something that they can afford. Well, these kids at BYU, these students at BYU created a a prosthetic socket and, and it's adjustable. 
And it's stuff that they can just and it's go relatively and get. Cheap. Well, yeah. that, the quote from the article, we use stuff they could probably get at some local hardware store. Yep. <laughs> Which That's cool. is awesome. And when you look at the pictures of it, it really is. It's like a almost like a splint with nylon straps. Like it's not super complex, but it gets the job done. It's going to allow these people to actually be able to have prosthetics and, and get around. So very cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, down in Pleasant Grove, uh, Pleasant Grove High School, I think, actually, um, uh, there is a thing going on there called the Principal's Pantry. Um, really cool program. That the It wasn't, it's not even the principal that started it. The principal just gave permission for it, I think, right? If I read, read the article right, I think it was a... It was the students, wasn't it? No, no, no. So it was uh, Ryan Green, who was a teacher there, uh, came up with the idea. So basically, he saw a whole bunch of kids that he's like, there's no way these guys are getting enough to eat, right? These, these kids are, are starving. And so he said, there's a space. And I mean, really, it was just a closet in the school. And he said, hey, can I... Can I use this space? I have this idea. I want to get food donations and be able to provide food to some of these kids that go home and, and don't eat uh, in the evenings and go home and don't eat over the weekend. And the principal said, that's great. I've been wanting to do something like that. Uh, that's a great idea. It's all yours. Go for it. And the community has been super supportive. The school's been super supportive. And now they have this this fully stocked pantry and kids can – uh, come anonymously and they have access to it. They give them food. They give them enough food for their families over the weekends. Like, what a cool idea. What a great way to support your community. There's a really cool program in Salt Lake uh, called uh, Kids Eat First. Um, anyway, she's amazing. And she started it out of her own house. I think she has a space now where she's collecting backpacks because that is a huge issue. And they would put enough food in. Um, to feed the kids over the weekend, and is that similar? To, wasn't it East High that set up the yeah, laundry East, facility? East High yeah. has a laundry facility. Yeah, so that's really cool. Mm-hmm. So that's really cool stuff. That these that are we're doing. really cool ways to to help ease the the homeless population. Uh, the plight. I hate to say and, burden and stuff, yeah. but but it, it's an it's a good way to to reach out to those kids and stuff and and help make them productive members of society instead of what happens a lot of times, which is they they're not they're hungry they can't learn they get bad grades they're distracted they become you know quote unquote bad students they do bad things they fall into the same trap that maybe their parents were in because of bad circumstances this kind of helps them yeah yeah it definitely can and i you know i like to talk about stuff like this cuz i mean you know, we're not just a bunch of people in utah that like to fucking talk to ourselves right <laughs> like that's not uh that's not what this this podcast is about it's about the new Utah. Uh, and, and this is one of the things that, that really makes Utah an amazing place to live. Um, and I don't, I don't know that we talk about that specifically enough. We bring that up enough, but it's that kind of stuff that makes Utah great for all the bitching that we do about people like Jason Chaffetz and the ultra conservative government here and their stupid laws with, with alcohol and with, you know, you know, public lands. And the people here are so kind. They really are. They're super generous. They're super giving. Uh, they're super kind most of the time. And one of the reasons that Utah is a great place to live, um, you know, if if every Republican had the same giving nature, uh, Republicans would be right. So their whole thought is small government, the community is going to take care of itself. In Utah, the community really does that. 
We do a lot of stuff. I'm not saying we're perfect. I'm not saying that there aren't places that, that need improvement, but the community does a good job here of taking care of itself. Um, and that's part of why our government's able to, you know, not be in super huge trouble like, like other governments around the country are, uh, is because of the community involvement. The LDS church is a huge part of that. You know, the amount of, of giving and, and stuff that they do with Deseret industry, uh, taking care of their, their, you know, members, putting them up, you know, in housing. That's a big thing that doesn't happen at the level it does here anywhere else in the country. So I just, I just thought we should talk about that. I, I thought it was really cool. I agree. Um, Ditto. Just a couple more things and then maybe we'll get to this, uh, we'll get to this food thing because I know Jess is itching to talk about food. <laughs> She's just giving me this look like. She's like, what are you talk. talking about? Um, another reason. I'm preparing myself for this verbal battle that you and I are going to have. Oh, over the food <laughs> Let's just jump right to that. Holy cow. <laughs> so just a couple quick things. So Utah unemployment is still holding steady at 3.1%. So we added about 45,000 jobs uh, this March uh, or since March of last year. Um, so, so I noticed something, though. Some of those jobs are in like... Um, like the service industry and stuff. Do you think we'll have some job issues come normal retail, outdoor retailers? I mean, I, I think it's certainly uh, a consideration. Um, that's one of the things that, I mean, $46 million is a lot of money. Uh, it's a lot of people. Um, it's definitely going to hurt the hotel and, and hospitality industry, especially in Salt Lake City. Um, but you're, I mean, you're really seeing a lot of, uh, a lot of jobs come into the state. Um, and 3.1% is super low for unemployment. Um, and that's one of the reasons that people are flocking here. Cause places like Michigan and Ohio still have really high unemployment rates. And got work. You got to go find work wherever it's at. Um, so. Speaking of work, college students coming out of school. And yeah, so Utah has been ranked, Salt Lake City specifically has been ranked the uh, sixth best city in the nation for jobs for college graduates. So that's a big deal. A lot of times kids go to college and coming out of college with all this debt from college, they don't have a job. And if they do have a job, it is garbage money. It's not making what they should be making. Uh, for the amount of money that they spent to get that education. Um, so for, for Utah to be ranked number six, uh, Salt Lake City, I should say not Utah, but Salt Lake City to be ranked number six, uh, in the nation, that's huge. That's really huge. Um, and we are ranked number one in the nation for job growth. I hope that says something about our colleges and that maybe perhaps they're preparing the students better than other places are, maybe giving them the resources to get into those jobs. Yeah. I mean, they attribute some of it to, um, for instance, uh, CNBC attributes uh, the high-tech mecca that's going on between Ogden and Provo. Silicon Slopes. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a real thing. The Utah Tech Council is a real driving force. What what Utah has been able to do from, and really the Wasatch Front, from the Olympics uh, a couple years leading up into the Olympics, really, until now, has been absolutely amazing. When you go down south, you see some of the biggest names in tech all have big offices, not well, small field and offices. And they are. They're all the ones that are based out of San Francisco and Danville and that whole and Silicon Valley area. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're all yep. building second massive offices here uh, full of people. And that's not to that's not to deny the companies that started here. 
I right. mean, we, we have tons of companies that started. Well, aside here. from that, we have, like we've been talking about, you've got the medical schools and all of the wonderful things that they're doing. So these kids that are going to college in the medical field don't have to go somewhere else. You don't have to just be a doctor either. You can be a tech, you know, a, a medical professional that's that's in the tech world, that's in these, these right. awesome research you fields. You could be a 3D medical tech person. Which is awesome. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Utah is awesome. Maybe we should just, that should be the title, Utah is Awesome. <laughs> I actually like, I'm going to write that down, Utah is Awesome. Not Dr. Fight Club. Well, Not like Dr. Fight Club. That's Dr. Cool. Fight Club's good. <laughs> no, yeah, it will be, it would be more relevant if Dr. Eric had joined us, but I don't think Dr. Nate fights. It sounds like he loses. Just each other. He does. <laughs> <laughs> it's brotherly love. Okay, with us today we have uh, Nate Tobler from Stonehaven Dental. How are you, Nate? Doing great. Uh, Dr. Nate Tobler. Is it Tobler? Did I say <laughs> Tobler, it? yeah, Tobler. you got it. I don't know if it was like that's, Tobler, like a toddler. That's or Dr. Tobler. T, mister. Dr. T. That's Dr. to you. <laughs> is, that, is that what they call you over at Stonehaven, is Dr. T? Uh, Dr. Nate. Dr. Yeah, Nate? There's, there's three of us Toblers, so... We oh, all go by no, our first names, yeah. yeah. Is it a family affair or just family a affair? Yeah, is it, no. Is it dad and two sons, or yep, yep. My dad, me, and my brother. So my, where's, your, where's your mom do? Oh, she was the office manager for hmm. twenty years, and now she's she re, she retired. She's grandma now. I don't blame her. Yeah, had enough. If you don't have to work, yeah. If you have to work <laughs> with your husband for that many years, <laughs> you deserve retirement, right? <laughs> You're like, now you keep working. I'm gonna stay home and do something else. I'm yeah, not only that, but your kids too. Like you're yeah. just constantly mom all the time, every day, twenty four seven. Yeah, how is that? How is it uh, working with your mom? Because look, I I come from uh, a medical background in a sense. I I did doctor's office stuff for ten plus years. Uh, and she comes from the hospital association, and uh, usually the doctors are the biggest babies in the clinic. And the nope. office manager's job tends to be corralling the cats, which are the doctors, uh, nope. and making them do things that they're too lazy to do. Yep. So how is that having mom? <laughs> There's like a nod across the table. Well, <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> she's. I think she's been retired for five years, so she didn't have to corral too much, um, and r- really not. We're she that wasn't really her her job necessarily yeah she she was more big picture and somebody else is in charge of corralling us during the day yeah <laughs> she's smart it sounds like that's right she had somebody else saying hey go to room 5 go nope. now do this so. you know who's really smart in that situation it's her dad for marrying her <laughs> yeah his dad as i you know i always talk cuz i was in the world of orthopedist uh you know all the time and you go to school for 8 10 12 years to become a physician None of that requires business classes. That is true. <laughs> and they are, and, and a lot of them go into business for themselves right out of school and yeah. have no business sense. <laughs> yeah, our business class was a joke. We had to write like a one final thing and the guy's advice was all mostly illegal. Like, hey, you don't have to charge clergymen. <laughs> you just do their insurance. It's like complete insurance fraud. Wow. And he had like tax evasion advice and he was just this old awesome. old dentist who is. That's the way I've always done it. Yep. I got to say, because I've got, you know, I I work with restaurants now, and um, it seems to be the Greek population. I don't want to generalize, but (laughs) a lot of Greek Uh. restaurant uh, proprietors um, have asked me how to cook their books. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Like, 
don't ask me these questions. I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> my software prevents you from doing that. Yeah. Thank you very much. I, I'm not going to adjust the way my software works so that you can, uh, you know, evade taxes. As a side note, the Greek food here in Utah is amazing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How's Greek food for your teeth? I'm great, I'm sure. <laughs> tell you hit one of those olive pits. Yeah, you got to be careful. Olive if you if you are eating Greek food and you bite into an olive pit, you need to stop going to that Greek restaurant. Occasionally, you might get an olive that missed the press. But shouldn't they be taking care of that in the restaurant? I don't know. I've never worked in a Greek. Well, but restaurant there's so, some foods you get that have the pitted olives with the pit in it. It's part of your. See, yes. if it's pitted, then that means I mean, it doesn't have the pit. non-pitted, unpitted, whole, whole. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Olives are gross. Don't eat them. Then you're off. Nate's problem. like, what did I get myself so, into? Nate's so like, what does this we're have to do with We're very easily distracted. <laughs> Dentistry, I'm assuming you just, I mean, you were kind of born into it, right? A little bit, did, yeah. Did you have a choice? I mean, Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I actually ended up with a little bit of an art scholarship. Nothing impressive, but um, at, out of high school and thought, oh, I might do that. And ended up interning with my dad for a little bit with a health occupations course and uh, just, just, uh, did have been doing that ever since. So, you know, I don't, I don't think he pushed, pushed too hard on it, but. It's kind of art. You get to Dremel teeth. Yeah, no, I've, I've actually, <laughs> it, it satisfies my art, uh, you know, hinkerings for sure. You could like do carvings. Like, you know how they do like Fabergé eggs? You uh-huh. could totally do oh, that yeah. in teeth. Someone's yeah. tooth. You know, what, <laughs> you know what I saw today on, uh, probably on so Facebook? Painful. I saw I it saw would. this like ad for a bottle opener tooth. So it's like a, a bottle opener. It's tooth. a prosthetic tooth, <laughs> and you know it's but it's just got a little bottle opener piece on it. I'm like, uh, why the hell would you put that in your mouth? So I was watching a show. This is sort of related, but not not exactly. And there was this old <laughs> war veteran who had a glass eye who could open bottles with his eye. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Now that we've totally gone off the rails. <laughs> I was trying to at least kind of keep it dentist-related with the tooth opener. So who joined first, you or <laughs> Dr. Eric? So Eric did, yep. He, uh, he. let's see, it would have 2007 and I was 2008. Oh, so you guys were right behind each other. Yep. Are you twins or are you just really No, no, he's a, like 14 months older than I am. Oh, yep. that's like me and my brother. Yeah, that's, yep. that's really close. Yeah. Do you, you guys get in fights all the time? Do you... Duke it out? Uh, not so much. No, That's actually. That's Eric MMAs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've got a broken hand from him. And, uh, you know, that, that wasn't uh, it wasn't an angry fight. We, it was a friendly fight. Just training. I just know my brother and I. We were 16 fight. months apart. <laughs> and, yeah. There was nothing friendly about your stuff. fights with your brother. No. No. Blood usually <laughs> came from those things. We're, we're better now that we're adults. <laughs> and you don't see each other. Yeah. Makes a difference. So what's what makes Stonehaven Dental different from any other dentist office? Because there's, there's a, a lot. Of them. Yeah, there's a million of them. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Utah has a lot of really good dentists in it. As a community, I think Utahns are really well taken care of with their dental needs. Um, Stonehaven's awesome. We, we try to, to provide a lot of different services, like, you know, from implants to wisdom teeth, sedation, um, really kind of doing any of your dental needs all under one roof so you don't have to be referred to an endodontist and then over to get your implant somewhere else and um and then also you know a lot of our locations uh can serve you know your whole family all at once so you don't have to come in and and wait for your first kid to be seen and then you know so you're not there all day you can get you know my whole family i've got five kids and we can all be 
in and out in 30 minutes and get all of our exams and cleanings and everything all done. So that's, that's freaking nice awesome. Well. That sounds like Bree's dentist. Yeah, I love my dentist. I mean, I love my dentist. My too, dentist actually flosses my teeth and stuff sometimes. Yeah, I like going and he's like, yeah, <laughs> uh, just sit down. I'll just, just do you guys, it myself. Do you have TVs in the ceiling? Is Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've got, we're working on our ninth location now and I think most of you them do. nine now? Yeah. Nine yeah, locations? Oh, I'm trying to think. I'm going to say it wrong. Um, the new location is, uh, I think it's Riverton. Yeah, but it's not open. Nine it's, it's We're in Riverton. Now I'm not. I'm trying to think if Riverton's even right. I know we've got a lot of S's, <laughs> so they kept on calling it Sandy, but it's not Sandy. Um, Just asking because I know one in Draper, Draper, Saratoga South Jordan, Springs. Saratoga Springs, um, Spanish Fork. Do you work at all of them? No, I'm pretty much just <laughs> in the Lehigh location. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's. Uh, I thought that's we were impressive. Gonna, that's her, her flossing. I thought that would be a good segue into your flossing question. Well, yeah. not yet. Wait. I kind of, I kind of have an answer to that well, flossing question. I, I do want to know because <laughs> everyone, you know, you know, Dennis always say that you should floss. Are there, are there, is that a hard and fast rule, or are there people <laughs> like my wife over here that can get away with not flossing basically ever? I'll tell you what. It's it's funny. A lot of people say like, "Oh, I've never had a cavity." We probably put as many dentures on people from uh, periodontal disease as we do from cavities. And so you can go your whole life, never have a cavity, and still end up in dentures at 40 or 50. My gums are perfectly healthy. Thank yeah. you very so, much. I mean, Don't I, be looking at me like you that. you got to be watching out for it. It's, it's bacteria. Bacteria is a problem in your mouth. And if there's different types, some's good and some is bad, the stuff that's bad it lives in a, in a place without air. And so if you're not flossing and getting air between your teeth, then you get bad bacteria there. Sounds like some of my college professors. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> no, I see, They're I bad just, and they live in a place I just went air. to the dentist yeah. like, what, two weeks ago, was it? Maybe three <laughs> weeks ago. And my dentist must let students come in all the time. Because I, if, if I have a dental assistant person, it's never the same one. And so she walks me back and they're always, they never know who I am because they're, they're always <laughs> a different person. And if he doesn't see me and say hi, so they're chatting and, and she's cleaning my teeth and he has a new like water pick cleany thing instead of a metal scrapey thing. Uh-huh. So that was kind of fun because I kind of like splashed on my face because she's learning. And so anyway, I'm just sitting there and whatever. And she goes to tell him that I'm ready and she comes back and she's like, so you're blessing, brushing and flossing every day. And I went, well, no, not really. She's like, what do you mean? I'm like, I floss in the morning. Or I mean, I brush in the morning and that's it. What? And she and he comes around the corner and he's like, I know, I know. And he goes, but if I want to really admit it, I don't floss every day unless you count me flossing other people's teeth. He's like, <laughs> I said, I floss if I get something between my teeth. I don't use toothpicks. I didn't use gum when I grew up. So like gum is like a treat for me. It's not something I use all the time. I floss if I get something between my teeth. I floss every day. I would just like to go on the record. <laughs> my kids official. don't floss. It's been noted. E- my kids Gold don't star. floss either. My kids I, uh, don't floss either. I, I used to floss a lot. I can't get my big old paws in my hand, my mouth, so I use the, <laughs> the little Cassie, stick things. Cassie now, flosses, amazing. I think, but I don't think Do people have knows. genetically bad teeth? Is that a thing? It's for sure a thing, yeah. I, I mean, there's a lot of other things that go into it your family's just diet in general how much sugar you eat how much you know um certain certain foods are bad for your teeth a lot of you know acidic things or other things but coffee 
can stain your teeth typically yes, doesn't you, cause you copy cavities. People, what, but so not even what, have fake teeth. <laughs> I'm curious. I'm curious because this was a long time ago, but they someone did a study and uh, they they looked at the pH level of a ton of different non-soda type drinks, you know, bottled waters, flavored waters like the Propel, Gatorades, and uh, Aquafina was horrible. Like the pH level of Aquafina water was I don't terrible, like which I guess hmm. is bad for your teeth. It tastes I don't know. funny. I mean, do you guys do you guys find that there are certain things that are worse in in terms of drinking than no. others? Soda. I mean, anything really sugary is really bad. Um, the acidic. I mean, the the people who are like sucking on lemons, we get patients who do that and really destroy their teeth. Wow, um, juices are just bad. Chewing ice too, I imagine. Chewing ice, uh, not as much. Um, typically, if Lemons. you're anemic, that's one of the things that you That's crave. what I was just going to say. So, yeah, so we, we talk to patients about that all the time who, who crave ice and chew it a lot. But yeah, acidic uh, and then acid reflux is the other big acid one. You know, people who are always kind of sleeping with that or whatever there. And you can tell, and, and bulimia, I guess, is the third acid thing. Yeah. And they all show up different. It's really pretty distinct. And you can just say like, oh, you've had a problem with, you know, lemons or, you know, you're, you probably <laughs> have acid reflux. Well, I've heard that like <laughs> you know? juices yeah. are bad too. Like just the because. The worst juice thing, juice is again sugar. The worst thing that we see with juice is just parents who put their kids bottle. to bed with a bottle with juice in it it, it it can really just destroy it teeth two-year-olds i mean just really young things that that you just that's okay though because your two-year-old shouldn't all, have a bottle people they're gonna well, lose those teeth anyway aren't they <laughs> eventually but that doesn't matter if you start getting cavities it's terrible hey, speaking of speaking of losing teeth have you ever seen someone like wisdom teeth come in that that are not like replacing another molar, like just pushing a molar out and, and coming in over top of it. Not really. No, I'm, baby teeth dissolve pretty good. Adult teeth, when the wisdom teeth come in, we actually, I saw one today where the wisdom tooth had grown right inside of the molars. And so, it, but it didn't replace it. It just destroyed both teeth. So oh, the wisdom awesome. tooth still has to come out. And now that second molar now has to come out as well. And so it was, you know, we see that on occasion, but so what are wisdom teeth? Like, why do we still have them in our mouth? <laughs> are they like your appendix? I mean, yeah. Is it just an evolutionary like loss? I think so, yeah. I mean, they're, some people don't have them. I mean, we, we, that's the most commonly missing tooth is a wisdom tooth. Um, and then some big Polynesian guys have two or three sets of wisdom teeth. They just, yeah, I mean, they're like you, sharks. That's right. They just so, keep rotating yep. forward. Uh huh. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> that is crazy. So you guys do wisdom teeth. Do each of you have a specialty between the three of you? Not or really. Are you pretty well rounded? No, we're, we're we pretty much all do just about everything. I did. I was doing a lot of our ortho for a while, but now we have a full time orthodontist. Um, when I was doing that, I wasn't doing any sedation just because I had to break so often for the ortho visits. But, um, but, but now with the orthodontist there, we pretty much all just do it all. So, yeah. Wow. That's wow. What, uh, I- I'm curious, what are, what are some common things that, that you guys see that patients don't ask about? What's wrong with Utah teeth? <laughs> <laughs> Too much soda. We've had this discussion. Too much soda. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I. So you're wait, you're anti swig. 
Yeah, I wish I could say. It's right was, across the street uh, from the dentist's yeah, office. Yeah. One Tw- of them. 20 pounds ago, I was anti-swig, but right now, uh, I'm a fan. But <laughs> No, it keeps me in business. That's why I'm a fan. <laughs> well, it's like my, my dentist, uh, they, they have a loyalty program, and every time you go, they, they give out a gift certificate to, like, when they started, it was like Baskin Robbins. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> come on, really? <laughs> you got your teeth clean. Go get some ice cream. They should give it. Those grandma's cookie, the pink cookies, they should give those out as you're So out. my daughter's pediatric dentist, <laughs> they used to take molds and pour the, the stuff for the, you know, the teeth molds mm-hmm. into them. And then the, then they had like little stairs and the kids could go up the stairs and the window and they could watch people making the molds. But there were little molds in the window and you could take them and then you could paint them and you'd get stickers so my ki- I have like a whole bag full of like half painted weird like, old, like, like people's old molds. No, like little like little or, or just like shapes, tiny little like, oh. like shrink- they were shrinky dinks. Old molds. No, oh. like like <laughs> bring like those di- back, Doctor Nate. <laughs> like dinosaurs and uh, yeah, like little shrinky dinks. Yes, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. That makes more sense. So. My favorite thing at Stonehaven is the free dental floss. <laughs> I get free dental floss too. I like it because they give me Glide. Yeah. Glide is the best. Uh, let's talk about how the other kind gets stuck and shreds oh, in your exactly. teeth. Exactly. Yeah. Like yesterday. I can't even drill. Are we like, really having floss talk right now? Yes. It was your question. It's a so dentist. I think, we have, dentist I think we might have the name for our episode, Floss Talk with Dr. <laughs> that is with it. Dr. Nate. Nate. No one will download that. Our regular listeners will be like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. no, not uh, happening. It's true. You're going to lose numbers I'm sorry, on this one. But, but Glide <laughs> is the best. I can't use Astro. any. My teeth are so tight together that if I'm if I don't use it, I slam into my gums, make them bleed, and then I ha- can't get it back out. No, I thought you never flossed. Oh. I floss when they're stuffed between my <laughs> Only teeth. Only with Glide. <laughs> when they're stuffed uh-huh. between my teeth. But once a year on Christmas. That's right. After the ham. After, after the you ham. get a I floss Glide in your stocking. <laughs> and I floss at Christmas because of the candy. <laughs> <laughs> so back to, back to not so flossing. And the things that you're seeing that maybe like people are afraid to ask about. I don't know if people are afraid to ask about anything. Um, you know, I, I wish all of Utah's water was fluoridated. That's one thing that Utah lacks over some of the other states. Um, but doesn't fluoride cause all sorts of crazy problems? <laughs> That's what I hear. Spell yeah. that myth. Yeah, no, not the case. I mean... There's um well, I think Florida was discovered in Colorado. There was a it was called Colorado Brown Stain actually that they had a, a city that had a lot of fluoride in their well water, and everybody who grew up in that city had super brown teeth and not a single cavity. So the strongest teeth in the nation, <laughs> ugliest teeth in the nation, like giant planks of wood just right. chomping around. But that's maybe fifty to a hundred times. I mean, probably a thousand times more fluoride than is in the typical fluoridated city water. You know, the arguments are, is after your kid, it's not useful anymore. And that's true, as your teeth are forming is when it's important to ingest fluoride. Um, the topical fluoride we place at the office just helps the teeth that are in your mouth, where ingested fluoride helps the teeth that are forming. Weird. Uh, so, so you're saying that if we don't put fluoride in the water, uh, kids need to find another way to drink fluoride. Well, if you go to Walmart and buy like baby water by the gallon, it's just water with fluoride in it. So <laughs> Just drink Listerine. <laughs> Gross. But, but then you'll we don't want alcohol. I don't <laughs> believe in mouthwash. I have heard, and maybe this is a myth too, that mouthwash is can actually lead to worse breath sometimes. Because a lot of bad breath isn't actually may not actually be problems in your mouth, but maybe problems in your 
stomach. It's bacteria. Bacteria is so, the, the, yeah. the name of the game with bad breath for yeah, sure. You know what else it might be? Not talking into your mic when you talk. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> she just doesn't want her mic to stink after we're done here. Somebody else has to use it later. So, Oh, she uses her muff. Don't worry. She's the only one that touches that muff. The mic muff. The, the, the um, yeah. Okay. I'm so, lost. I forgot what the question was. <laughs> well, we were, just ta- we, were, we were talking about mouthwash. Yeah. Like, why, why? I mean, should you use mouthwash? Is mouthwash something Yeah, that so was... it's like the most recent addition to the ADA recommendations. Flossing and brushing have always been the thing, but mouthwash is officially now on the list. Um, yeah, I would recommend staying away from the alcohol mouthwashes just because it can kind of burn your tissue. And, and you're going to get a DUI. Well, that's right. You don't drink mouthwash ever. <laughs> any of them. 0.05. No, yeah, but, Jess, don't drink the mouthwash. <laughs> they give me special mouthwash. Yeah. Special mouthwash? Yep. Biotene? No. Biotene's especially for patients who have dry mouth. So that's that's like that brand name is all about dry mouth. But I've had some before. Yeah. I'm, I'm a mouthwash person. I just <laughs> I'm just not. Me too. I uh, I'm a minimalist, obviously. Uh-huh. I brush my teeth once a real. day and that's it. Shower every other week whether yep, you need it or much. not. Yeah, so the once a day thing, is that bad? For that probably. Mouthwash? For brushing. No, for brushing. Twice a day is better. Once a day... The He's bacterial. so disappointed in us. No, 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 no. no. Hey, hey. I think we, we probably have pretty <laughs> average hygiene. I brush twice a day, I floss, and I use mouthwash. All right, you can yes. leave now. Just well, go. A plus, you get another gold, gold star. star. Yep. Now you got two. But I deal with people all the time in my job, so I have to yeah. present myself. Yeah, you could probably get away with once a day and <laughs> not run into too many problems. If you did a really perfect job, got every part of your tooth, didn't miss anything, did a really thorough job, two minutes, not too aggressive. I mean, we get a lot of hard brushers who will ruin their teeth by overbrushing. Um, and then don't eat. All right. So I, I got a question. I brush, I brush my teeth for like 10 minutes because I like to make my bed. I'm like, brush, brush, brush. Brush, 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 brush. <laughs> yeah, but it's not 10 minutes of accurate No, but it's like the but toothpaste I, is in your mouth. I do have stuff. a question about the overbrushing or the hard brushing. Every time I go to the dentist, they give me this stupid freaking soft bristled brush that just is... I can't like... I, <laughs> no, any, like anything but the extra soft is should only be for toilet cleaning and Are you scrubbing grout. No, 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 no. Nothing. It, I, if they sell it in the tooth section of the store, it's it's wrong shouldn't never use anything but extra soft and it should last you six months if you're scrubbing hard enough that you're ruining the bristles on an extra soft toothbrush then you're brushing too hard so you don't really need strong bristles i'm not no 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 i mean the debris that you're scrubbing off isn't i mean it's not on there that well you're the stuff that's stubborn that you would really be scrubbing off the hygienist is going to scrape off every six months and typically if you have tartar buildup that's things that you're missing on your daily brush so you get this soft plaque that's easy to brush off with an extra soft bristled toothbrush if you miss that on a day then you've actually got calcium in your saliva that will turn it into like a stony substance that attaches to your teeth like a barnacle. And you're not going to brush that off no matter teeth how hard. Barnacles. Yeah, I mean, that's barnacles. just like an overnight process. You guys are like happens. the border, yeah. you yeah. know, when you have to check your boat for <laughs> barnacles. Right. That's right. Make sure you're not bringing in any yeah. foreign species. Yes. You don't want them. <laughs> that's interesting because I, I, re- I have a hard time brushing with a soft bristle brush because I'm like, I can't even feel that it's on my tooth. Like it's your not life a, has just been changed. I have a Sonicare. I love it. Yeah, just let it do its thing. I'd hold it with your fingertips. You know, people and I. I patients who really struggle with it. I'll, I'll tell them. You know, start brushing with your opposite hand 
that kind of takes it off autopilot. You know, it's hard to say like, hey, stop brushing so hard. You just think about your day. It's done. And you're like, oh, did I do it or not? And, and then you get so, sassy pants like me. That's like, but I'm ambidextrous. So yeah. it matter. Well, just switch <laughs> up the routine. You know, it, it, it'll it'll make it a conscious thing versus the, you the know. red tablets we got when we were kids. Yeah, they're still around. What, so what? what do they I actually have show? Those in, my, in my house, they stain the plaque on your teeth. So that that softer stuff that you should be brushing off every day. It's teaching kids where they're missing. And they always miss somewhere. And so is it showing the soft plaque or is it showing the hard plaque that they've already missed? Both. Both. The hard plaque is hard to... I mean, it, it would show both because the hard plaque is going to be covered in the soft plaque, if that makes I'm sense. asking for that the next time I come in. You yeah. have Can it you ready. just buy those yeah. over the counter? Yep. Yep. Oh, uh, pretty much any some. pharmacy would have some... Be careful, they'll stain your sinks and things like that. So if you're just giving them to the kids. That's all right. I got my kids, are, my yeah. kids are 17 and 19, and if they stain my sink, they can clean it themselves. That's good. <laughs> yep. So what was it called? Because Dis- I don't remember. Disclosing tabs is what they're called. Disclosing. Hmm. I need to write I remember those. Yeah. I remember those. My favorite place school. to brush my teeth is like in the back. I think I probably back brush my back teeth the most. I don't know. I just feel like I just need to get back there a lot. Man. That's the other nice thing about the electric ones is they time every section of your mouth. And so, you know, you spent 30 seconds on that corner. Now you go over to the other side and it kind of evens things out. Because, again, most right-handed brushers brush their right side way more. What is so. what is the what is the best electric toothbrush to get? Is it the one that plays video games for kids now? Or? <laughs> <laughs> You've seen that, I'm assuming. No, right? I haven't seen that one. Uh-uh. Yeah, I was in uh, the Com- Consumer Electronics Show. They had a toothbrush, like an interactive game with a toothbrush to try and get kids to brush their teeth. Yeah, properly. anything that works. Um, Just make your kids brush their teeth. <laughs> like, how hard is so it? So what, what, what is the best toothbrush? The, you know, there's two big companies, Oral-B and Sonicare. And to be honest with you, they, they both say they're better. The studies show they're pretty dang similar. And both way better than a manual toothbrush. I mean, as far as their effectiveness and what they do... You know, all the studies have shown that they're they're more effective, but I wouldn't say one's really better than the other. So where are you in the four out of five dentists? Are you that fifth dentist that's the <laughs> asshole that always votes against stuff? Or? Have you ever been asked that before? Uh, no, I don't think any dentist has ever been asked that before. There's just four or five guys that they keep back east just somewhere. They just, they just call them like, Who's hey. that fifth dentist? You're that number five, aren't you? Uh-huh. I knew it. <laughs> Do not recommend. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Look, there's three of you. You have one more. It's too bad you don't have another. Well, you have your orthodontist, though. Yeah, yeah. You have four. I'm sure you've got more than that. You've got like twenty thousand locations now. So I don't know. I think I see my brother. He does this all the business stuff way more than I do. Um, And actually, he after dental school, he went and got his MBA. So he's like legit with the business stuff, but. Yeah, I think we're 14 or 15 dentists now. So See, so we could totally do a four yeah. out of five dentists. So you're going to have true. three every time you have a meeting that mess things up for you. That's right. <sighs> Man. That's Dang a, dentist. It's only, it's only that one guy, though. It's not three. It's four out of five. Right. Well, yeah, so. but they have 15 people. That's all right. So every time you have a meeting, there'll be three of them. No, no, there's just five guys. <laughs> oh, we just don't matter. invite the Even rest of them Even if they have the 15, only five There's only five that count. count. Yeah. <laughs> the five shareholders. So you just have Can you just one? go back to the office tomorrow and be like, I'm the fifth dentist, hey by guys. the way. Yep. <laughs> hey, in that, case anybody was wondering. That is so. I, I know in the medical world, um, and I say the medical world. I mean, I mean um, physicians, because um, you always hear like, "Oh, my dentist or my my doctor was at the top of his class." Where's the guys that were at the bottom of their class? Because I know in the the medical world, that's typically like your family practitioners. <laughs> Where are the dentists? Where <laughs> the do they go that are at the bottom of the class? You know, the middle mid east. 
<laughs> Kentucky. No, we're just kidding. Alabama. No, they ship them with really Wyoming. good teeth there. <laughs> Have you seen the English teeth? Anyway. <laughs> yeah. They all work in London. That's right. Because they're not working. Clearly. They're animal dentists. Oh, there you go. There the you horse go. Do you all go to school together or do they have to go to like horse vet- dentist? Oh, yeah. School. <laughs> yeah. Veterinary you know dental what? School? One of our professors actually worked at the zoo and he crazy stuff. That the vets there way more impressive than the doctors. Like to be able to do the same surgery on a squirrel that you can do on an <laughs> elephant. <laughs> it's insane. Like just the, the amount of you, equipment you, that they had. How do you recognize the difference between, you know, a gallbladder that's the size of like a like a speck of sand versus crazy. You know, bigger than your head. Yeah. Do you do like root canals and stuff on animals? They do, do, yeah. Putting yep. braces on a gopher. <laughs> that's impressive. <laughs> they really they got big overbites. <laughs> mm, <yeah. laughs> that is one thing that is one thing I never had to deal with. Braces. <laughs> I did. I've had the same retainer for like 20 years. There you go. Maybe if you wore it, then it wouldn't still be there. (laughs) No, it's attached. No, it's a, it's like, yeah, yeah, I used to have a permanent one and then they took it out and now I have a crooked tooth that I play with all the time. You guys have an orthodontist. Do you guys do like the Invisalign or just the headgear or everything? (laughs) (laughs) Cassie had to wear that headgear and her gums got all swollen. She had to have special elastics and everything. She woke up one morning and I was like, uh, that's a problem. There are not many things that use headgear anymore. We do a lot of Invisalign <laughs> so on occasion if you've got a really severe underbite. Mm-hmm. Headgear. You know, retro is cool. That's you what my daughter had. There you go. We'll just bring it back. My daughter had an underbite. I don't think yep. that's yeah. ever going to be cool. Charlie and the Chocolate yeah. Factory, that was the best headgear ever. It's like a halo for... And it's yeah. like, ah, that was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> got to screw it into your skull. And <laughs> that's the way to do it. How did you guys decide to expand your practice? Like, what was your... Because Lehi, Lehi is the first one, uh-huh. which it's always busy and very successful. I think I've been a patient for like five or six years. But what at what point were you guys like, okay, let's spread the wealth through the community because there's so many dental offices like we were talking about before. Yeah, I, you know, I, I think we just kind of switched mentality at one point we were kind of just thinking oh we'll just expand i think lehigh's got 14 operatories uh, well 18 with the ortho operatories and just and we actually have more space in the basement if we wanted to continue to no, grow uh, that's where dr xmm that's, that's where they, yeah you'd have to get him into giving up his gym down there but <laughs> dr fight club we that's right wait, 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 we don't talk about oh my gosh fight club. that's what this episode could be called dr, dr. Yeah. fight club <laughs> <laughs> no but but you know we just just kind of decided, hey, let's let's do another location, satellite location, rather than you was know, it continue the to brother's there. idea or was it your dad's idea or joint effort? Uh, mom's. No, I think joint <laughs> effort. Yeah. <laughs> she needs to go to Europe. We need to open another. So, <laughs> so right. now I'm in the in- insurance industry, and something that really bothers me is that eye insurance and dental insurance has to be separate. Because something that I think is important is I think that your physical health affects your teeth and your dental health affects your physical health. Absolutely. Same yep. with like your eyes. Yep. Um, so what kinds of things do you see where you're like, you know, if we once we fix this, this particular thing might go away or, oh, I think that that something 
in your your body, the rest of your body is actually wrong with you, and that's what's causing problems with you. Like you mentioned, acid yeah. reflux and things yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're they've done a lot of studies where they found bacteria that was in periodontal disease, even into a fetus. I mean, that bacteria travels wow. through your whole body. Heart disease, uh, a lot of the exact bacteria that you only find in your mouth will travel around and cause problems in the rest of your body for sure. Um, there's a lot of correlations, you know, at one point there was even doctors who would look in your mouth and see, Hey, you've got, you know, jaundice or, you know, whatever other types of disease, but there's always oral manifestations to a lot of diseases. Yeah. There's like fortune tellers. I've heard of, I've heard of people, you know, they get a really bad infection, like an ear infection or a sinus infection. And it's actually stemming from something going on in their mouth initially. Absolutely. Yeah. And vice versa. A sinus infection can make your teeth hurt like a mother trucker. Yep. (laughs) Yep. Yep. (laughs) Yep. That's right. I I, I, I say that like I would know, but I haven't ever had a toothache. So I, so what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts then on, on, for example, the Affordable Care Act uh, requiring health insurance, but not necessarily dental coverage. You know, I don't, I don't know. It, it's, it's a little bit of different ball game. Dental insurance has stayed clear of medical insurance a little bit, um, and we still have quite a few non-insured patients. And I think that that's why they haven't wrapped it up into one big envelope yet. Um, uh, there's dentists that don't accept any insurance. Quite a few of them still around. So. Why is that when really? dental procedures are so expensive? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I, so, I mean, the dental insurance is, if you're paying for them out of pocket, you rarely can get ahead. You can't pay less than they're going to pay. You know, they, they're just set up. So you've got a maximum every year and they won't. Which they is not very high. This. And so if you're paying for it out of pocket, your employer's not helping you out, then you really it's just not worth it. Just you just never break even. We actually came up with our little own own in-house dental plan. It's mostly just a discount plan for patients without insurance because it is so much of a discrepancy. I mean, they're just paying way more. And so they can sign up on the plan and be a member for a year and get free cleanings and get, you know, Yeah, can you can you talk about that? I mean, I'm personally interested because ever since I stopped having dental coverage through my employer, uh, when I became my own employer and we just don't have a dental plan, I just don't go to the dentist. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, my teeth are always fine when I go. So I was like, Meh, I don't care. Yeah. And I, so that's, <laughs> we, we see that all the time. People who say, oh, I haven't been in 10 years. I never have problems. And that's uh, the periodontal disease. And then something that could have been like, oh, yeah, if we would have seen you two years ago, that would have been a filling. But today it's a root canal and a crown, you know, would have cost you a hundred bucks two years ago. But today it's 2000 bucks, you know, mm-hmm. um, and it's neglect. I mean, it's just just things progress as, as they get, you know, as time. So, uh, yeah, that the, it's, we call it the CDP plan. It's just a kind of basically an in-house discount plan. You sign up and I, I don't know, I think it's like maybe a hundred bucks or something for a person, a, a single person. Don't quote me on the prices because I never do that <laughs> sure, part of the sure. office. There's people that take care of that, but um, that's not your job. That's not my job. <laughs> that's right. So anyways, the but yeah, so you get uh, two exams, two x-rays, two cleanings, that's all included. And if you were to pay for that out of pocket, it would have been more than the, just to get on the plan. And then any work that you need past that comes in at a specific discount, you know, whether it's 50% off this or a percentage off your braces. That's fantastic because even when you do have dental coverage, I mean, most of the time, a lot of stuff's not even covered. Right. And so there's no 
pre-authorization. There's no, are they going to cover it? Are they going to deny it? There's no waiting period. There's no maximum. Uh, it's just a straight up discount. It just makes it really clean and nice and easy. Can I tell you orthodontia and, and adult braces and the fact that no one covers them ever in an insurance plan drives me bonkers? Yeah. Yeah. I think half of our ortho practice is adults. Yeah. It's just crazy. It's crazy. That's what happens when you don't wear your retainers. I'd say half of them are adults, and out of that, maybe 80% have had braces already. And, and then just didn't wear the retainers Yeah, if you don't afterwards. wear your retainers, your teeth are going to move. I mean... I got my first crown, and then my retainer didn't fit anymore, and so... Yep. Well, if you bring so that's why in you the retainer... One, it's just, it's no, it, that's I'm, in my bottom one. I'm just messing with <laughs> you. It can be adjusted pretty easy. It's usually... <laughs> hey, listen, these guys are super impressed. This has lasted as long as it has. It's true. <laughs> Did they so, make it? No. When I was that a kid... That dentist is dead. I, you could only have pink... <laughs> you could only wow. have pink retainers that looked like the roof of your mouth. And then my kids had braces... And they would pick out these god-awful colors that looked like taffy was Mine was black stuck. with glow-in-the-dark footprints but on it. But the problem is, is if you're wearing that during the day, it looks like you have food stuck in your mouth. Why it's is anybody gross. looking that far into it? No, that? it's not. It's just when you're talking, and you probably don't notice it because you don't look at yourself when it's you talk. It's because you're short. That's not why. And so you're looking I can up see my the, kids, uh, see and my kids are shorter than me. <laughs> So sp- speaking of the, the cost of services, because, I mean, dental work is important and, and pricey. Um, you guys do some pretty special stuff at Stonehaven, don't you? Uh, I guess. <laughs> you guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you do? I mean, what, what are some of the programs that you do? You guys have some events and stuff too, right? Yeah, yeah. So we've got one coming up. That we call it Stonehaven Smiles. We do free dentistry for anybody in the community. It's on May 6th. And we're doing it at our Lehigh location and in Draper, um, 8 a.m. to 11. And basically, you can come and get one tooth taken care of, whether it needs a filling or to be extracted um, or a cleaning. So you can kind of pick one of those three things. There's quite a few programs in our community already that take care of kids. And so typically, we're just uh, just going for adults who there's not really that many options um, out there. And so if you're, you know, sometimes there's a line, sometimes not so much. But if, if you want to come down and get something taken care Chris, of, it's open to anybody. There you go, babe. Get a free cleaning. How long yeah. have you guys been yeah. doing that program? Oh, it's got to be six or seven years now. Yep. We've done every every first Saturday in May. And That's how many awesome. people can you fit in an eight and a four hour time period? Uh, usually a couple hundred. Usually we've got, you know, a bunch of a lot. bunch of off operatories, a bunch of doctors, e- even doctors who aren't Stonehaven doctors come and help out. So That's really That's cool. a really cool event. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah, that is awesome. Yeah. You got- should go to that, babe. <laughs> you, you just said you don't have <laughs> dental insurance. That's right. Get Which one tooth cleaned. is your most important tooth? Well, no, he just needs them clean. But we only clean one. Yeah, one tooth. <laughs> I know. Kidding. Well, I know which one because I know where I I do the crappiest brushing. It's that's right, but right behind the front two on the. Because he has part. he that's has tough. really crappy. So that's where like, most people build up the most tar. I love this that's is in the back. Spot. So besides my back, this is right here. That's the spot. Yep. No one can actually see what you're doing. Yeah, but everybody knows what I did. Everybody knows what I did. So do do people because I guess in that four hour period maybe somebody would feel that it's rushed how do you make them feel that they're being taken care of like a normal appointment because usually 
been yeah, in there for a while. It's it's we use all the same materials. It's the same doctors. It's the it's numbing, not the used uh, dental floss. No, it's yeah, and, and actually <laughs> a lot of our glide. great dental supply companies donate all the supplies. So we oh, get all, that's awesome. Yeah, I mean the whole community gets involved, so that's it's great. Really cool. And I'm typically it doesn't take the actually removing a tooth or doing a filling. Both. But maybe twenty minutes is a pretty normal time Stir for that to happen. And slam the door. And well, that's and right. cleaning, yeah. like you said, I yeah. can get in and out of my dentist in twenty minutes from yeah. like yeah. walking in the door to walking Just, out. Just you know, squelching any concerns that people might have and yeah. really the time yeah, management. I mean, the time management, I the being in line is going to be the part. You're going to be taken care of the same, and that and whether that means that there's a long line out the door or you're the only person there, it's going to be the same experience once you're in the chair. You know, getting to the chair, that's the part where the time management can come into play. We've had people camp out in tents the night before. You had like a big old rainstorm a couple years ago that everybody camped out in. Yeah, so... Might be same It might be, yeah. Yeah, and and then we've had years that weren't so busy, you know, that, you know, people showed up and were able to get right in, so... Just now that you're on this show, it's going to be huge. We're going to have four or five people showing up. <laughs> <laughs> All five listeners. <laughs> Not our Irish guy or our people no, from the UK. But no. He's welcome to come, though, if he yeah. can. By the way, people in the UK, you should really pay attention to what we're saying here because I know, <laughs> like, like Tracy, I know you listen a lot. Listen, yeah, Peter hates us enough because you talk about Manchester United all the time. <laughs> her, teeth, her teeth looked fine, though. I like how you call it one specific person. <laughs> like, hey, you need this. Tracy, please. Just saying, nice I know teeth. she listens, and she's she's been on the show a couple times. She's, she's an author, and she lives in, in the UK. So <laughs> Tell, your Tell her friends. Tell your friends, Tracy. Tell your friends. <laughs> Tell your friends. <laughs> I'm just saying. Head over to the some, States for May 6th. So something else that's really cool about Stonehaven and Dr. Eric, Dr. Nate, and Dr. Brett is that they have done um, traveling to other countries to do teeth rescue missions. <laughs> I don't know yeah. what you call it. <laughs> teeth without borders. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. No, yeah, we've done uh, Haiti maybe... 10 times between us and Mexico a um, couple times a year for the last few years, yeah. How do you choose great. what, I mean, what part of the country that you go to? Is it research involved to find out who's the worst Just, just whichever you can make cuisine I'm in the, be- in the <laughs> yes. mood for. Haitian food is my favorite, so, mm, you know, really? go get some saspoa. Yeah. No. Do you ever cross the border into the Dominican when you're over in uh, Haiti? So... Last time Eric went was actually after the earthquake. I haven't been since before the earthquake, mm-hmm. but yeah, they they needed to fly into Dominica to get to Haiti, so they, they couldn't get into Haiti before. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was, and, and I think actually one of the only reasons that teeth weren't necessarily big on the the docket because there were so many other medical concerns. Yeah, I mean, when you got kids without arms running right. around just squirting blood out, <laughs> and so I think they they <laughs> oh, brought your him. Teeth. We'll just sit yeah, down here for yeah, a minute. It's fine. It's just, just sit still for your cleaning. <laughs> no, I think Eric came mostly just for sedation that that trip, but yeah. Yeah. It's like an anesthesiologist. You have to go to extra school for that. Yep, yep. The the state has, you know, requirements. I forget how many uh, course hours and how many cases you have to do before you're licensed. Is it sedation analgesia? Like a a wake? Conscious sedation. Yeah. Yeah. So there's different, I mean, even doing the nitrous would be considered a level of sedation, right? Um, So there's that. There's oral sedation, which is just taking a few pills. It's a little bit tough to regulate how sedated you are with that. Um, you know, where one pill might be great for you, somebody else might need six or... You t- like the Novocaine, don't you? 
the, the Novocaine, Novocaine, yeah. They're like so. six, six more shots. I've Sorry, never Jess. had Novocaine or any kind of like sedation for my teeth, so I don't. It's horrible. Yeah. The roof of know. the mouth. It's the best. Yeah, that's a tender spot. I hate so you it's for so that. funny. I just want you to know that. Do okay. <laughs> so because I personally haven't ever had this, and I've only seen it at my pediatric dentist when my daughter was like, because of her, her underbite and stuff. He used the great big metal like syringe. Do all dentists still? Oh yeah, like, they don't use the yeah. like the little ones like a like a physician Who uses little needles. No, no, this is a big old. They're needle. cool, oh, no. but my my pediatric dentist would have it behind, and he'd tell them what they're going to do, but he'd never let them see the. No, needle. they look intimidating. Looking, they're, they can be sterilized. That's the you know, disposable needles don't come preloaded with the you know lidocaine that right. we use the lidocaine comes in a cartridge that needs to be loaded into a, a, a syringe that can be sterilized a gun. Into so, yeah, gun. They're, they're just cool those yeah. syringes are cool you looking. say cool but you wait till you have that someday not i today. won't and i'm going to show you before just kidding <laughs> i was closing my eyes when i know did the little just, squirt thing <laughs> that's I've right never had anything bad happen to the dentist my kids haven't either you're gonna jinx so, yourself like, no, I think dentistry in general is moving in a lot better direction. A lot of our older patients have horror stories. My dentist held me down. There was, I mean, <laughs> honestly, we hear stories that I just think, how in the world did they do that? And I mean, none of them are within this decade. How you do know? you how do you calm people's fears when you have news stories about dentists like pulling extra teeth and you know the how do the you, wrong tooth? Or, yeah, how do you just uh, be like? Yeah, we don't hear that very often. I don't I don't know. People aren't scared. It, well, it just doesn't happen often. That's good. So, yeah. So, you grew up in Utah. You've been here your whole life? Grew up in Utah. Been here most of my life. Cleveland for uh, dental school and Jersey for a mission. But other mm-hmm. than that here, yep. So, uh, we, all, we, we ask every guest this before we, before we end. Um, what is the one thing that you would tell someone visiting the state of Utah that they had to do before they left? Mm. And it's not come to Stonehaven. No, no, no. I w- I'm just <laughs> trying to really think which weird. national park. I would hit up Moab and Arches. That's that's. If I could just do one thing in U- Utah, I would do uh, some four wheeling in Moab and and go see Arches. That's nice. the first time anyone said Moab. Really? Well, I, understand I think that's the first time anybody <laughs> said Arches specifically. Yeah. I bet you the we dentist understood you. We get <laughs> <laughs> we, Believe we, it or not. All right. I got yeah. one more question. Why the hell do you try to talk to people when you got their mouth wide open with all your crap in it? You know, I don't know. My dentist doesn't. It drives the, me bonkers. Every dentist I've ever had has been like, <laughs> My dentist so how's your day today? <laughs> because we can understand your answer. Like, it's I, totally true. You just said, because my day's been fine. And then I'm like. <laughs> they're like, like auctioneers. Like I don't want to swallow because there's stuff in my mouth I don't want going down my throat. Like. We can still understand through the bubbles. Yeah. <laughs> gross, gross. <laughs> so how can how, I mean how can people get a hold of, of Stonehaven? How can they how can they find you, Doctor Nate? Uh, we've got a website. Um, seven six six thirty six hundred is kind of a main line that will direct you to any of the uh, other locations. And if you want to come in for a new appointment, a new patient appointment. So. What's the website? Just StonehavenDental dot com or? Yep, and I think myutahdentist dot com. I think there's a couple different domains, but yeah, Facebook search. and yep. that's a, a good domain. MyUtahDentist dot com. Yeah. That's awesome. That's good SEO skills right there. Yeah, mm-hmm. there you go. <laughs> Well, Nate, thanks for, uh, Dr. Nate, thanks for joining us. Uh, yeah. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Thank you. All right. Well, thanks again for uh, Dr. Nate. That was probably the us. coolest dental interview we've ever had. And well, the only. 
<laughs> it's not hard to be the coolest. <laughs> when you're the only one we've had. When you're the only. And Tracy, Tracy, I'm not trying to single you out. Like Your I'm teeth just saying, are fine. we love you. You know, you live if in the you UK. You guys, you guys, teeth. being people in in England, have really being Tracy teeth. and Peter. Yeah, I mean, we all, really singled them out. All of you guys, you have really <laughs> shitty teeth. Go see a dentist. <laughs> take some. Why advice. is that? Can this, you guys like message us Chris. and let us know? We should no take fluoride. a picture of Chris's no teeth. Is there like on. a lack of dental professions? I really that should have been a. Is it question. food? Is it the food that they've eaten? Remember how Dash talked about like the. Type Do they of all food eat lemons? Eat? Do they suck on lemons maybe. all day? Oh, maybe they have not ice cubes. They don't put ice in any. They drink a lot of tea. Maybe they put too much lemon in their tea. They drink hot tea. You don't put lemon in hot tea. But there's That's acid gross. in it. Maybe the high That's acid. Gross. You're I'm gross. Tired. They're not southerners. <laughs> so anyway, um, <laughs> because events were kind of short, uh, we just want to spend a little bit of time talking more about Utah and Utah's awesomeness. Events were short because there isn't really anything going on this coming up weekend because everybody's prepping for summer. So Jess went out and found a list for us. Um, Yay, lists! I wasn't like actively she searching for it. it. it I yeah, didn't she, compile it. She though. compiled it. She put <laughs> no. it all together painstakingly hard. I didn't. She I just personally visited every one of these places. No, but I would um, like to. That's so, my kind of thing. First off, this is a list for Utah County. So uh, we do talk a lot of shit on Utah County because it's Utah County. Um, <laughs> it's like 98% Mormon. Um, I wonder, how did... How did Utah County becomes so much. Is it just because they go to BYU and then stay? Yeah, okay. I mean BYU is a big part of that, and, and UVU was like BYU number two for a long time. BYU might. Uh, I don't think anymore. it's. A, I don't think it's like that anymore. But uh, anyway, so this list is. Uh, so the restaurant industry, if you know anything about it, uh, just about every restaurant that opens closes. I mean, they really do have like an. Don't 80%. they say what like three to four years is like the lifespan of yeah. most restaurants? Yeah, yes. and you and you only. I mean. Uh, Jim even said that when we interviewed Jim Bacchus. Um, oh yeah, with his club. Yeah, and 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 really, it's a tough industry to to you know stick around in. Um, but uh, this is specifically a list of businesses that have been open, restaurants that have been open in Utah County for more than twenty five years. I wish I had this list when I had my food blog because I had a food blog that I went around and ate at mom and pop restaurants and wrote about them. So there were the one thing I noticed about this list: there were a lot of drive-ins. A lot of drive-ins. That's because that's all that's down there. It's Which really is- awesome. And there's actually one on here that I was surprised wasn't listed, and maybe it's not as old as I okay. think it is. So. so let's talk about a few of these. I've never been to Ripple's Drive-In. It's in Provo 62 proper. years. 62 years long. They've been going. Have you been there? Does no, I actually don't. I mean, I'm sure I've I passed it because I've at. driven on Canyon Road before. So Yeah, yeah, that's up on the backside of, of Provo. Of B- yeah, it runs behind yeah. BYU and... So, 62 years they've been open. Now, Brick Oven. I've been to Brick Oven. Brick Oven. 61 years. That's an institution um, in Utah. And now is. they've expanded, but the Provo one is their original one. Yeah, and they've expanded. And it's not a bad place. Their their pizza's okay. Um, you know, it's, it's a weird... Like, the one in Provo is just... It's a total college place. It's like the pie at the U. Yeah. Yeah, it's very similar in, in feel. Um, it's kind of dark, kind of dingy. Um you know, really cheap food. So, except the pie at the U sells beer. I'm pretty pizza. sure the brick oven does not. Uh, no, and it's Root just beer. off campus too. <laughs> so it's just off the BYU campus too. Uh, and then there's Glades Drive-In, another drive-in I've in Spanish heard of this Fork. One. Fifty-five um, years. Used to be an Arctic Circle, apparently. Um, but uh, which is also a Utah institution. Then there's another place called the Purple Turtle in Pleasant Grove. Forty-nine years. <laughs> and I gotta tell you, look, I 
the purple turtle is fucking terrible. I have been there more than once. The only thing that I've ever heard is good there from anyone that they're like, oh, it's the best. This is their peach shakes in the summer. They are the only place that makes s'more shakes with real marshmallows. But I'm telling you, I've been there. Their food is average. I wouldn't say it's terrible. I hate to say it's terrible. If it was terrible, they wouldn't still be open. But I think part of it is where it's located. It's right at the corner of the the weird, like, diagonal. Yeah, it's on State Street. And it's got its giant freaking purple building. Like, it's got a huge purple roof. It caught on fire a couple years ago. (laughs) So... And I know people down there love it, but I'm not a I'm But not here's a fan. the thing. It's not any different than any other mom and pop burger place in Utah. They're all the same. Some are a little bit better. Some have different offerings. Yeah. But the big thing there bur- is like their shakes. Their shakes are the one thing that everyone says is really good. So. And you can get kid sizes so you don't feel like you have to eat a whole shake. Porter's and they're place. still... She years. wasn't done talking. <laughs> just, just jump right in. What they don't a, what? care if I'm here. They talk over <laughs> me. Be a dick, dude. What the hell? Wow, what the heck? <laughs> have you been to Porter's Place? That's kind of close yeah, to Yeah, actually, when I was younger, I haven't been 46 years, in a way. very, very long time. It, and they were just getting ready to close down, actually. I was going to say. It was like a save Porter's Place. Somebody we had on here recently just told us that it was getting ready to close. Anyway. So they... the. There's a lot of old stuff in here they talked about with, with Porter's Place. Like they have a, 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 their bar came from a saloon in Montana built in 1881. They say that Porter Rock, Rockwell hangs out there too. Good. 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 I don't know. He's dead. I don't know. There's the Rocky Mountain Drive In in Provo. 41 years. Um, there's, and if you guys have anything more to say, then let me know. There's, uh, Nate's Diner. Leslie's Family Tree, that's a huge one right now, um, only because they made an appearance on uh, Ghost Adventures. Oh, okay. okay. Um, they went and investigated there, and now, unfortunately, this restaurant has chosen to capitalize on this. And <laughs> So now they're I, a paranormal restaurant? Yeah, I have very strong opinions well, about this, but hey. they're known for their scones are massive, and... Well, They're me, down the street from my aunt's house, so I let need to me, go there. <laughs> let, me, let me say something about that. You don't stay open for 40 years by not changing with the times, by not taking what life gives you and running with it. And if life gives them a bunch of paranormal people, run with it. If life gives you fucking stupid-ass Guy Fieri with his retard... Hey, his restaurant fu- is actually very delicious. Guys? Yes. Which one? Uh, one that I went to in San Jose. Okay, the one in New York got shredded by reviews. Well, of course, doesn't he have one in Guy Vegas? Fieri. Yeah, he does, no, and it's, it's supposed to be very good. So anyway, but like if he's if you're on Guy Fieri's show, like the restaurants just explode from his show. I don't care that has paranormal activity there. I just don't think they need to have a big sign outside advertising. It. Why not? Why not? I, I mean, they're getting close to alien. Advertise your man, your sc- south you go. <laughs> That's like hours away. That's like three and a half hours it's away. Outside of Las Vegas, but it doesn't. Matter. Haunted scones. Um, yes, haunted scones. So you know who else has Maybe really good scones? It's, it's not on this list. But Burgess. Have you ever been to Burgess Family Restaurant? I haven't, but how long have they been open? Maybe that's why they didn't make this list. Uh, well, they're not in Utah County, which is probably why they're not on the list. But Burgess has been open for quite a while. And they have a bunch, three they or four They did have locations. one. They had one in Utah County for yeah, a little while. They, they they closed it, but their scones are freaking out of this world. That place is really good. It looks disgusting from the outside, but it's, it's I'm calling really foul on one of these because it was not started in Utah County. 
Chakarama. It's been around for 43 years. I'm calling, fa- look, I'm calling foul on that fucking place, period. It's disgusting. It's foul. It's horrible. I do not know how it stays open. I, I take that back. I know. It's cheap as hell, and big Mormon families can go feed them their faces and tell their heart's content for pretty damn cheap at Chakarama. But it is horrendous. And I don't think it should count on this list. It is a Utah original. I think that's the only one that I felt like. But it, I saw list. that and I'm like, really? All these other fucking great, like, locally owned <laughs> places. Remember the one in Taylorsville, and, Brie? That was uh, Los Hermanos. Just, love Los Hermanos. Used to go there with my grandmother when I was little. Can I? Okay, so let's talk about Los Hermanos. Yes. Because I've been there and... I, so I went to the one in Pleasant Grove. Sensuous this one specifically where? That's in, yeah, it's in Linden. Yeah. yeah. But that's not the one they have listed here, though. Provo. They have, yeah. yeah. So maybe the one in Provo is good, but I've been to the one in Linden a couple times. It's it's Has not it very changed? far from my office. That's too bad. So we go in. I got to tell this story because it's really, it's really. So we go in and I'm with a guy that I work with, Josh, and he is. He is a food critic. Like he's, he spent four months perfecting bread in his oven. Like that's the level that he goes with some of this stuff. And he says, so we go into this restaurant and they've got all these like best of awards from four or five years ago. And I don't know if it was that one or if it was from the other one and they're just putting the awards in both. But we go in there and we eat and we're like, well, before we sit down, we're like, is this the, you know, is this really the best in, in, you know, American Fork or Linden or wherever? Uh, is this really the best in Utah County? Like, well, it's pretty good. Okay. Well, what do you recommend? And they recommended something. It was terrible. <laughs> and at the end, he goes, well, what'd you think? Was it the best? <laughs> you should have gone to Fatty Cheetos. So, yeah. But I, maybe the Provo one's good. I don't know. Um, also known as Miran Cheeto. I, me ranch. I like that's what we call it is fatty cheetos <laughs> i like me ranchito i've eaten down there their shrimp quesadilla is my most favorite they, they have me ranchitos here in salt lake too so la doce uh, yes magleby's uh i've been there it's not good i'm sorry i'm not Magleby's. a fan of magleby's fresh they have they have a few different restaurants down in utah county again Don't they mostly do catering too uh, yeah they do a lot of catering and i think like that's why it's probably catering. not that great and they're probably okay for breakfast but i'm not just it's not my not my place if you need a great italian place this is no joke la, la dolce vita it's in provo and it's just i was gonna ask East. you because it sounded like a, it's a good so place. good and it's just if you blink, you would probably miss it because it's kind of off the road a little bit and it's on first east. But it is anytime I come home from New Jersey and that's what I was craving, that's where I would go. So the one man band diner, that place is pretty good. I've been there a few times to different ones and they've all they're it's a greasy spoon diner. I've been now. to the one in Nephi, it was okay. It is a greasy spoon diner. Yeah, I don't even know if the one in Nephi still exists. I don't know. But there was more than one guy working there. Yeah. It's kinda like false advertising. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> it's talking about a one-man band. Maybe there's a band that plays I don't know. Only one man. <laughs> well, the logo is like the one-man band guy. It's like the, the guy with the drum and the 15 things uh, attached see, to it. It's the band guy. It doesn't have anything to do with the to restaurant to worker, Jeremy. Well, you would think one-man band means one guy runs the whole thing. Well, no, it's a band. There was no band there either. So well, didn't you see? He said the logo is a one-man band. Well, yeah, now. I know. But there was no band there. And there was more than one person working. You guys are talking fucking terrible circles right now. You need to stop it. Okay. <laughs> that was me. a hand slap. Don't tell me slap. what to do. You know, I'm going to smack you. So, Burger, <laughs> Burger Supreme. Uh, I've never been there. 
but I love a good burger. Like my one of my favorite burger places was called the Grub Box out in Magna. The Grub Box, which doesn't exist anymore. I love that. There's place. something else. It's like some weird like pseudo food court in that location now. It's like a building with an indoor food court and nothing else. It's really weird. Huh. When we get to Salt Lake List, if you need a good burger, go to Millie's on 21st South. Yeah. Millie's is good. It's Millie's really good. is amazing and they have really good onion rings too. I like, too. see, and I like Lucky 13. I know it gets voted best burger all the time, but their burger, it's not as good as, it's the bacon that makes their burger, if you ask me. True. At Lucky's. Like I, yeah, mm. I mean. And the peanut butter. The burgers are so big. I have not <laughs> had the peanut butter burger. It's so good. Um, I, I will tell you, Cotton Bottom in Salt Lake is probably one of best the best burgers. Best burger. Uh, and honestly, uh, if you want a really, really good burger, go to Bumblebee's. Which, Bumblebee. by the way, Bumblebee's, opening a location in West Jordan. Nope. Try again. Is no. it South Jordan? Nope. Where is it? West Valley. It's, this, it's not West Valley. Yeah. It's in West Valley. No, it's off of 78 South. It's in West Valley. No, 78 <laughs> and they South are 90, and Redwood. I talked to this guy like Redwood every day for the last West week. <laughs> uh, 90% done. They just have some... Is it not 78 South? Um, I don't remember the South. I just know that it, they're, but they're listed opening in a new West location, Valley. And yes. it's close. It's close. And they have their truck and they're super booked up because we just tried to book them for an event and they're like three months booked out. But wow. um, hopefully we'll have them on the show soon. And uh, it's two brothers, and they're awesome. And I'm hungry. I K-pop wanna, fries are delicious. I want a really Starving. good burger now. Um, yeah, man. If you're downtown, really try. I mean, I know in Utah that Crown Burger and Astro Burger. I love them. They're all. They're so the same. They're uh, so yeah, they are the same. But try Millie's. Millie's, Millie's is really yes. good because so, I used to work right by it. Cr- and that's like Crown Burger and Astro Burger. That that's another thing. They're chains. They're pseudo chains. They're small franchises. Salt family. Broken family. They yeah. are, and they're actually related uh, somewhere. Yeah, down broken the line. family. That's what she means. But uh, it, it's a Utah original. Yes, it is. And they have really good grilled ham and cheese. Though. I like their euros. They do. Have they also good have steak dinners if you want their a steak. Good. And um, if you're friends with whoever is packing them, a lot of times if they pack stuff in boxes, huh? they'll take your French fries and they'll just sprinkle all of your food with extra French fries. Okay, so let me let me tell you a secret. If you go get a stick of feta, just order feta on the side and just put it on your burger. Feta comes in sticks. I thought it came in crumbles. Well, I mean it is, but it, they'll actually put like a they'll like cut. A big thing because feta is not normally crumbled out of the gate. When they make it, they make it like any other cheese. It's just a really crumbly cheese. But they can actually slice uh, and they'll slice sticks of feta. And it's like a little square long stick of feta. And it's freaking great. So hungry now. Me too. (laughs) So with that, I think we're going to end it for the night. So we can eat. Um, Thanks for joining us. Uh, We hope you like Utah. We love Utah. If uh, you need a teeth, if you need a teeth done, if you need a tooth, if you need a tooth done, maybe I'll see. Uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll see on May sixth at the free dental yeah. work day. Eight to um, eleven. Eight to eleven. Is and apparently, said. we need to get soft toothbrushes or Sonicare. Yeah, or something. I don't, I don't and know. don't drink the Listerine. Yeah. Well, and floss. That's my I sign off. Look, we could have told you that already. Yes. So, if you want to get a hold of us uh, at TNU Podcast on Twitter. Uh, the New Utah Podcast on Facebook, theneutah.wordpress.com. Uh, if you want to read our fun blog that Jess updates with various crap throughout the week, um, it's cool crap. Yeah, reach out, leave an up, you know, leave feedback on iTunes, on Stitcher, 
Uh, sorry if you're playing from SoundCloud and it was all jacked and up if, last And if week. it's not playing, let us know so that we can... I can fix it. Fix it. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, yeah, and share us, guys. Share when you like something, just share it out. Uh, that helps us, and we do this for free because we love Utah, and uh, we like you guys. So that's it. Good night. Good night.